It's bigger on the inside. Is it? I've noticed. Nickham here and welcome to Big on the Inside episode number 30! We reached 30 guys! As always, I'm joined with Ringo. Hello. And joining us once again, it's the Doctor of Who. It is I! <laughs> it uh, is I. That's really, really formal there. Not formal. What am I looking for? You're claiming yourself. Regal. Yeah. I do not like yeah. the series, but my name's still Doctor Who, so I'm gonna make myself known. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for non traditions. <laughs> yeah. So how have you guys been for the past week or so? Well, two weeks actually. It's been two weeks. I mean, yeah. I'm not working nor schooling, so I'm just like that, yeah, doing stuff. Cool. Yeah. In a chill zone. Well, really I'll start. Zone. I'll start. Yes. I finished Spider Man. Yeah. Very hey. proud of me. Very very proud. <laughs> Finishing <laughs> a like, game was a big thing. Like, and I'm like <laughs> two thirds of the way through New Game Plus with the on nice. Ultimate Difficulty too. So thought I'd kill yeah. two birds with one stone in that one. Good. Uh, eventually I'll get around to the DLC, but it's gonna be Spyro up until December seventh, December seventh, and then it's Smash Brothers. Yeah, Hell yeah! Right. Yeah, I got my my my, my month planned. <laughs> this and is your, your Nothing week else. plan, really. Yeah, well, I got the Seven next week after that plan because I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, go watch Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Uh, yes. I know you two were seeing it today. We didn't mention it. Wait, that was you. That was you. We didn't. We're not. Anything. We're not mentioning it, mate. You say. You say nothing. It. You say nothing no. to me, boy. We, okay? we we're not saying a single thing. Good. No. Well, that way. By the way, just just look off Twitter for like a half an hour block after I watch the movie. But that's it. <laughs> uh, how about I just block you? How does that sound? That that works. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> random shit, Drastic so. measures. <laughs> I'll unblock you once 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 I finally see the movie. Yeah. Um yeah. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold I'll on. Just mute the keywords. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um yeah. So anything exciting for either of you two? Uh Nothing, nothing that that I can probably say at the moment, but I've been working on some fun stuff. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh! Yeah, I can't it, wait it, to It'll hear be it. coming up pretty soon, I think. Hell yeah! It should be. Are we are we so, talking twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Uh, bit of both. <gasps> the month. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. This is a good month. Yeah. This is a fucking great it's a, month. It's a good month. I love this we month. Get, yeah. I'm Avengers just trying to trailer next week. Just FYI, I'm gonna throw that out there. Oh, we've already had it. Isn't it great, guys? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's no, like that. Th th there was a tweet about how Iona Grande's music video got like the most likes in like 24 hours, and then someone's not wrong, not wrong. There's another another video coming out. <laughs> God. Anyway, I know nothing about Ariana Grande, or the, except that she's a singer, and that's literally she's it. very small. Is she? <laughs> I, know that I she respect her because her, her new video parodied four mm, comps and it Mean Girls, uh, freaking Sunny Thirty, Bring It On, and oh, what's the other one? Ah, the other one. And um, I loved it. It was great. That's it. It's good. 
I think I've seen that's George's week. That's my week. <laughs> oh, and, 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 and I started that one I video. All this, but I started playing Uncharted. So Ooh, I got the first one. one playing yeah. that one. I've got all four, so I'm just. It's a matter of time until I. Just... You mean you mean all five? There's still there's Lost Legacy, buddy. Oh right, yeah. No, I haven't bought that one yet. Yeah. But, hey. So how far into Uncharted one of you are you in? Um, just started last night, so not a lot because I just played the new FMV game with Jenks himself. I played that. <laughs> it's so fun, and each time you you replay it, the murderer changes randomly. So it's like two three hours depending on 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 how much you do, but it's so replayable. That's good. good. And I've got like, I tweeted this out, I put like sticky notes on my wall as like an obsessed detective with all like the names and shit and how they're connected. <laughs> and I guessed it on the first try. So I feel like nice. it saved me. Anyway, that's my way. You guessed it on your first try. <laughs> all those sticky notes and you still guessed it on your first try. They're all so try. fucking sus. What can I say? Like, <laughs> anyway. Ew. There was, a choice to, so long. there was a choice to say that, that you did it. <laughs> and so I picked that. And the chief's like, you're an idiot, mate. It's not you. And the, the, <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> Imagine you made yourself the prime suspect of every case you've ever done. You can't rule me out, Chief. Anyway, that's my week in its interesting moments. Mm. <laughs> all right, well, before we talk about the episodes, we may as well get all the newsy stuff out of the way. There's one little bit of news and then two rumours, so we'll get a little bit of news out of the way. Uh, we got uh, brief pictures of the New Year's special. Um, also, Jody in a scarf. Yes! What do you guys think of the scarf? It's, very, it's a great merchandising opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would get that. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want that in doll form. Like. Yeah, well, nice. I want a five-inch figure before we think about anything else, man. <laughs> I've already got a five-inch figure, yeah. but we're not going to talk about that. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, you just, you just made that way too easy. Way too easy. I don't, I don't know. You just dove straight onto the... That's weird. <laughs> okay, moving on. Well, yeah. Pictures. What do we think of the episode of uh, um, our um, Christmas Eve? They're all still there, aren't they? Yeah, they're all still there. <laughs> I was kind of surprised that they would reveal such a spoiler image. Yeah. Can't really put anyone in jeopardy in the special. I mean, not that I care. <laughs> oh. Not that I care. Oh. <laughs> it's it's just it's just weird. Like it, they're kind of just taking away from the finale at this point. Yeah. Unless this is all a ruse, but this feels yeah. like too uh, too obvious. Do, mm. do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's. It's like, I mean, if it is all, all official as it is, it's like when they confirm who the next Doctor is before the current one's regenerated, because it's like, well, I don't care anymore, I just want to know what they're going to do. Like, there goes the... Obviously, it's still an exciting episode, but it's like, you're waiting for the next guy to step in, next guy or girl now. So it's like, by announcing what's coming up next, it's like, alright, I guess I'll watch these next two episodes. Like, I know what's happening. Well, that's a perfect segue into the the first rumor, because there is rumors that Chris Chibnall may leave after series twelve. Oh no! <laughs> see, see, no, no. I would, I would sarcastic, sarcastically say, oh no, but that means Jodie leaves. 
And I'm yeah. pleased yes. with Jody with a good rider. Yes, because that means people will stop complaining. But if he leaves, she's gone. And that's a, mm. I don't know for sure. And she deserves some good riding. But yeah. <laughs> You're good. They're just crying quietly <laughs> in the distance. I am. Um, so <laughs> this came from um, Starburst Magazine, who they were kind of reliable, to be fair, because they, they were mm. one of the ones that announced the change from Christmas to New Year specials. So they know it all. Mm. <clears throat> anyway, so the, the quote that I've got here. So apparently showrunner Chris Chibnall hasn't been happy behind the scenes and is set to quit after series 12. We can only speculate as to his possible reasons, if indeed the story is true, but Chibnall told us quite firmly in January 2013 that he didn't want the showrunner job, and it's possible after the success of Broadchurch that the BBC (laughs) pursued him for it against his better wishes, or simply that he changed his mind. Either way, if there is any truth to this rumour, then it also has been said that Jodie Whittaker would not want to continue on as a doctor without Chibnall at the helm and would leave at the same time as he did. No, I mean, I like to think Chibnall can redeem himself in season 12, and if he mm. does, then, like, yay, but then Jodie yep. will leave, and so now I'm sad. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, I don't know. I feel like Jodie could have been a good doctor if she does leave. She could have been a good doctor if Chibnall wasn't the one writing for her, but... Yeah. Which is so weird, because Moffat's best season was his first, and then mm. slipped, but then this guy's best season isn't... I mean... It hasn't happened. It's his best season. <laughs> it's not <laughs> because, existent. Because then, shit, like, if this is his best season, yeah. then... Oh, God. Well, I was thinking about it, I was like, we compare, like, the first seasons of all the new showrunners. You had Series 1, Series 5, and Series 11. And well, it's like, quality, quality... And then this. Mm. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. Can't explain it. Uh, the other... Hopefully in series 12, he just like goes, alright, I'm just going to write the start and the finish. Someone else can fill in the middle. Like, just <laughs> stop. Don't write as much, Chibnall. You're the showrunner. You're not like, you're not writing Broadchurch. Like, you just step back a bit. Yeah, I feel but, then, like. but uh, then tell the other writers to actually look at what you've done so they can actually, you know... That's true. Well, no, I feel like the other writers made up the ideas and he tried to take them oh, at no. this point. Oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some truth to that, I reckon. I mean, not yeah. much truth, but there could be probably right. You know what? Um, the other big rumour is that Series 12 will indeed air in 2019. So we were talking about it last week that, it, mm. that they may have the gap year, but according to Starburst... That is not the case. They say the BBC was happy to go on the record about the program's short-term future. There had been a lot of chatter about Jodie Whittaker's second run in Series 12 being planned for a broadcast in the spring of 2020 rather than in the autumn of 2019 as everyone had originally assumed. This is not true. We were told that Series 12 went into production this week and that it will definitely be broadcast next year as part of the autumn 2019 TV schedule. Interesting. Interesting. And then it gets even more interesting. (laughs) It gets more interesting because a fan site, Outpost Scaro, alleged that there will only be five or six episodes in 2019, followed by a Christmas special. Uh, An apparent result of a BBC demand for at least a series a year 
with Jimmo compromising to make a shorter run. Uh, he, he will apparently okay. leave after Series 12, though, as he believes a full series a year is unsustainable. Okay. That there is a lot there. There is a lot to talk Pumping about. Pumping out a season a year is going to hurt. Um, six episodes. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. If under a rider that I'm more confident with, that could be a fucking amazing season. Like it could be, Absolutely. it could be so, it could be like, I want to say, say one overarching story, but it could be more connected yet still yep. being Doctor Who. And it could be like a cool little miniseries. But under him, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> a bit worried. But hey, mm. one season a year is, yeah, I don't blame him. A bit daunting. But Absolutely. 2019, okay. And if they're only going into production now, and assumedly they won't, they probably won't even film anything until next year, five yeah. or six episodes make sense. It does. Like, that's a very small turnaround for, for the usual kind of filming schedule. Well, yeah. it, it's weird because they add as well that uh, they said that Bradley Walsh and Toast and Cole are likely to continue as Bonner's regular companions, while Men of Gill's status is unknown. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Interesting. I mean, to be fair, like, has Mendip really had much to do in this series, to be fair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's point. not like it's a giant loss there, unfortunately. Hmm. Um, and they also add, if new showrunners can't be found by t- early 2019... <laughs> 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 nice. I'll say that again. If early, the if forest you, of Chin. The forest of Chin. If new showrunners can't be found by early 2019, Chibnall may have to produce a full 10 episodes for Series 4. Oh, that's fucked up. Which will be split between 2019 and 2020 until the new team get traction on their own take. That's the dumbest thing. This is this is an. It's abs- like having a substitute teacher because your school couldn't find a new one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, we could, we could find a new maths teacher, but we're just going to keep the English teacher in the maths teacher's role for just a little bit longer. Like... Just go go find a good teacher. That's that's silly. <laughs> I hope that's not true. This, this, to be fair, these are all rumors, but it's it's yeah, it's just fascinating that we are only eight episodes into a ten episode run, and there are already rumors of this. These are the the yeah, these are the strangest show running rumors I've ever like. Just in terms of Doctor Who, rumours are usually like, oh, maybe they'll only have one year. This is like, Chibnall hates his life. <laughs> like, oh. Chibnall doesn't like what's going on and he wants to quit. It's, it's like got a puppy for Christmas and now he's gotten bored of the puppy and he wants to return <laughs> it, but like, sorry, we can't return it. So he's looking for a new owner. That's mm. what this just sounds like. Well, I wonder if, if the internet existed as it did now in like 2005 or 2004 if this sort of thing would be happening for, like, Eccleston? Like, if these oh. rumors slash leaks would have been going around back then, too? I think the Eccleston leak did happen. Was it, like... It did? Yeah, like, they already announced that he was leaving at the end of the series, mid-series. Yeah, right. I think Crispy did a video, actually, on that, quite recently. Oh, he did, too. He did a leak video. Mm. It's a good video, too. Just uh... out of time. <laughs> How fitting on a show about time travel. Sorry, Crispy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they are all the big video, the, sorry, the big um, bits of news to come from the past two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final thoughts on all those news before we delve 
into the episodes. I'll, I'll drop one little one, and it's the dumb... I mean, I'm sure people are excited that there's a Rose Tyler Big Finish audio drama series coming that has oh, Clive. Yeah, yeah I know about this. And didn't Clive die? Is it Clive? No. The dude that dies in Rose. Yeah, that's Clive. Yeah. He's in it? I guess it's a, a Earth 2... Um, Parallel universe or something like that? Yeah, I guess it's that. Big finish. Give up. Stop doing... <laughs> just stop doing... No, just stop doing modern series things. You're okay. stupid. Just stick okay. with the classic series. The modern series doesn't have any sort of lore as the classic series you can do. Like... And also, don't make it about Rose. Don't. She's not an interesting character. Make it about Martha. She, I reckon she, yeah. needs, she needs the big finish. Do it... Well, I know there was a novel of it, but do it like a Defender of the Earth, like, series three That'd thing. That'd be badass as hell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was Travel on the cool. Earth. Because yeah. the novel was great, but it was just her sitting on... Uh, well, as a child, I always imagined it was just her sitting on the stairwell, just telling all those stories. So it's just like, it's just someone transcribed her sitting on a staircase. I realise my audio is fucked at the moment. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was good, like, what the hell is going on with his voice there? Uh, I'm saying, should I say anything? <laughs> no, I'm just going to like, keep talking and then hope it just resolves itself by the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird. It's popping in and out. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to check my internet one sec. Alright. But while, while he goes checks his internet, how about you, George? You got any thoughts about all the stuff that we spoke about? I mean, not really, no. I'm just anxious about Doctor Who in six episodes, that's all. I'm interested to see how the hell they're going to... If all these things, if that's actually what happens with Chibi and that, I'm, I, I think it could be really good for him. But... Because hopefully he has, like, ten episodes and goes, like, okay... Which one of these are really shit? And like, you can sense it's like five, and it's like, yeah. But it no. just bugs me that this is his, this was his big step forward. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is what he wants to to, to deliver in regards to Doctor Who. I feel but, like he, I feel like that might be a greater plan from him, but we're not. And he might just be like, in the like, he might be like, yeah, this is what I'm doing, and we'll be like, yeah, but that we never really got that vibe at all. From this season, I like to think that he's, that he's trying to do something, but we just there's, there's been nothing to show for it, I guess. Like, this could generally be all set up for payoff later on, but if that yeah. payoff never happens, then, then it really affects the series in mm-hmm. hindsight. Like, what happened to Chip Chibnall's five year run, like five year plan? What happened to that, hey? <laughs> what happened to that, Chibnall? <laughs> five year plan, you already feel like potentially leaving next year. Mm. I'm back. Um, is, yeah, is your look good? I hope so. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we find out like an hour and it just drops. <laughs> <laughs> just drops out. Anyway, so what you were saying about the series uh, yeah. three? The so the, the, well, there was a novel that was um, that was Martha, Defender of the Earth, sort of. You know, it was Rose's title, but whatever. It suits Martha more. Mm, um, it does. Uh, and it was it. I think it was her telling stories of her adventures to other people. So I always just imagined that it was that moment in the actual episode where she sits on the staircase and tells them the story of the Doctor. But it's like, so the Master was just out there listening to her basically read out this book to them the whole time. <laughs> that would be kind of um, funny. A bit, bit yeah, but it's a great book. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, it's a fun book. 
It's one of the few of the, the that Doctor Who kind of hardcover novels that are about the companion, not the Doctor. So that's quite fun. I like those ones. They, I think yeah. I think it's more interesting to explore the companions than it's the Doctor. So yeah. let's talk yeah. about episode seven. Kablam, guys. Kablam. General mm, thoughts. I love this. This is yep. the standout of the series. Absolutely. Without question. Like, mm. thank you, Pigmentai. Is it Tie or Pigmentic? It does not matter. No. I'm just going to go with Pigmentai. Aussies! Aussies made Aussies. this happen, people! Bloody Aussies. Learn yeah. from us. <laughs> you are welcome, Brits. Your, your <laughs> convicts saved you. Feel bad. Oh god. <laughs> it's like the ashes. You know how like we make the, each other feel bad, and whoever wins and loses. Now we're just making them feel bad that they can't write their own show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a BBC takeover from the Australian bitches. And then, yeah. Hell yeah. No, I want to see. I want to see an Australian doctor with an Australian writer and director now. It's no. just a natural progression. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we're all and, just like no, no. Nope. I'm willing to put myself up for a uh, for nomination there too. I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. That, that was nice. <laughs> just don't nominate things. yourself. This show is seen by okay. <laughs> my God. Are you going to be entertaining though? If I was, if I was the doctor. yeah, but not not in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Have a series eleven rival. <laughs> It'd be a, a fresh, a fresh take on the mm-hmm. series. At least, I least it'd have an arc, though. I mean, that's so true. Should be. <laughs> all right, so we all agree it's a really good episode. Uh, yeah. Will, what's your first positive? Uh, my first positive is just the, the their ability to you know accept that it's part of the Doctor Who universe and that a the TARDIS is in it. So you know that's always good. Mm. Um, you know, starting with interactions inside the TARDIS, having some shaky cams of them flying across, like, you know, cool, it's Doctor Who, there's a Fez, it just, it was the first episode that I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is how Doctor is supposed to feel. Like, mm-hmm. even within that, like, and I don't want to take any positives, but even within that, there was still, as all the episodes have, like, a message that they wanted to, to, to exist in the episode, but it was shrouded in a Doctor Who episode rather than existing purely just to give you a message which was really good subtle messaging i like it yeah <laughs> it being... felt like dr ho is my point yeah that's a good definitely... point that's a good point it did yeah. this felt the most dr who since twice upon a time yeah mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. that feels so long that. ago <laughs> we were, it's, it's, almost a, a year, it's, yeah. only, it's only been like eight episodes but it just feels like forever in terms of mm. But yeah, probably because it was Christmas Day last year, but yeah. But I'll piggyback off that. Fan service was nice. You had the fans, <laughs> and you had the, the uh, Agatha Christie mention. In- that was good. That was that was so good. I like, I was so giddy. Seriously, <laughs> appreciate it. Oh, man. And I guess, I mean, people always take it, anything about robots. It could have been canine or chameleon, which is nice as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm surprised they didn't, he didn't go with just direct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think you'd prefer canine over chameleon. Chameleon would sit straight oh, up there. But it was a, humo- a humanoid. I guess you could have said Nardole. She could have said Nardole. Yeah. Handles? Handles, yeah. 
There's so many. Mm. That's why mm. she said a lot of my friends are or whatever the line was. <laughs> Only what she said. Don't be robophobic. Who do you think you love? Like, who do you think the doctor loves more, Handles or Canine? Uh, that's a stu- uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want an answer, guys. You guys, just be yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think answer. Matt Smith's doctor loves Handles the most, but I think the doctor as a collective would be would be yeah. That, that that's the answer I go with. Yeah, because Smith had a strong had three hundred years with that with that thing. Yeah, <laughs> they would have had experiences. <laughs> some. Some they didn't want to mention. Others, uh... no. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, actually, think about canine. Anyway, <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Tom Baker was a larrikin. Mike is a mice. <laughs> I think. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For the first time in this series, I have had zero issues with pacing. Zero. I found. <laughs> I had no issues with pacing at all. I was never bored. Did not fall asleep. Did not want to switch it off. I mm-hmm. It was paced really well. Partially due to, I think, the setup. It felt very partisan crime. You had this organization doing evil shit. You had them go on a tour. You had, like, the, it, it was expository, but it, but it was smart. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, unwinding itself well, and its conclusion was good. And I think it was paced really well. And it, Australian writers did that. Just, yeah, that's it. Paced really well. <laughs> <laughs> You thought Partners in Crime, I thought Planet of the Ood. That was the vibe I got. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even watch that episode. <laughs> it's like the, the one in series form. It's like, eh. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's underrated. But even saying that. Yeah, yeah I, I know, I know. Series 11 is full of, well, less than. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chibi. I feel bad. At this point, you feel like he deserves it. Just a little bit. Does he though? Because he wants to. He doesn't want to be there. <laughs> uh, to be fair, yeah, you guess so. Yeah, I'm just gonna move on anyway. from that. I'm just gonna move on from that far, <laughs> far away. Um, I liked the TARDIS and the time vortex again. It's still a really yeah. cool, mm-hmm. brief visual. It didn't make me have like a headache this time. Mm. It wasn't like arachnids bad, no. but it was still really cool to see John Smith's work. If, if only a, a fleeting glance. Actually, that intro bit actually kind of reminded me of um, the beginning of The End of the World. You know how chaotic that was inside the TARDIS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Which is good, because that was one of the best parts of that episode for me. So, yeah. Uh, Will, what is your next positive? Uh, I just, everyone had good characterization in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the, I mean, I, I think you can just discount Graham. Like we should just never talk about Graham because there's never not going to be all positives about Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, feel free to take that as your whole positive because it is. Um, but Ryan has his moment with dyspraxia and, and Yaz is, you know, takes down a dude in like a police, po- police, uh, thing. Like it just felt again it felt like it was part of a different doctor who series because it was utilizing everything that had been set up um, for the first time in a series it felt like oh. actually following episode one it was like yes yes the cop ryan like this is, is it distracted? yeah <laughs> they you know what it felt like they felt like those those you know those other people that are in all the behind the scenes things it mm-hmm. felt like they were in this episode oh <laughs> that's actually a good point yeah, you mean like it's just that characters? moment with Ryan that he's like, "Yeah, I can do this." You know, actually, 
actually. I was like, that's the guy. That's the guy that's funny and, and interesting. And like, I was like, that's, that's him. Do you think there might have been ad-lib in there? Surely. Well, like, characters. they all shine in this episode. Yeah. Graham obviously did his... Like, Bradley Walsh is a good actor, but, but when Graham tried to act his way out, out of getting the freaking map from, from uh, Thingo, yeah. it was so funny, but, like, in, like, the cringe way. I love yeah. It. Even Yaz Acting, was, like, uh, badass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Ah. So good. <laughs> He's the character as well. <laughs> I like uh, Graham when he was like, oh, basically just bald out to I'm really old. I need you to help me out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get lost around here. <laughs> so cute. I love it. That thing nearly took half my life, and I'm 307 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he actually turns out to be the doctor. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Oh, that, that, that you know people always, yeah. According you know people to always want that. Who, the big Finnish guy on Hoobians, if he's an alien and he didn't lie about his age, mm. <laughs> it's a good theory. I'll give him. I, that. I actually like, stuck by that somewhat. I think yeah. since there's no story arc whatsoever, I'm counting on one of those characters to be something else. That's yeah. what I'm counting on right now, <laughs> and something to be off because there's they no made story. of bandages. <laughs> Stop bringing them back. <laughs> oh, bandage is a big finish. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, at this point, they can have their own bloody series. <laughs> I wonder how they could do that. Like, how would you make the sound effect of like bandages flapping? It'd have to be like all foley, wouldn't it? You know? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, I guess so. But I mean, if it's if it's anything to go off this series, you can just describe it, and apparently that's good enough for a villain. <laughs> so. in front of me <laughs> is a bandage. It is flapping yeah. in the wind. God, just get Nick Briggs to read it. I'm sure. <laughs> No, it just made me sad because I just want the Daleks in there. Just throw the Daleks in an episode with the bandages. Oh, <laughs> um, I think it's your next positive, George. Oh, okay. I just like <laughs> just throw it out there. No, I piggybacked on on Will's now. I forgot. <laughs> I still want to go. Um, I love the cinematography in this episode. I love how they. Yeah. They utilize the warehouse. There was this one shot when Yaz is first oh, slithering yes. around, and you can see she's, she sees the Kablam Man, and then it, it cuts back to her. And like the camera's like, because you can see her through the freaking warehouse box mm. of shit, and it's just such a nice shot. And it was yep. full of them. It was full of these really, really nice shots. And um, yeah, so from a technical standpoint, I had one negative, but I'll get to that later. From a technical yeah. standpoint, I thought it was really good. So, I mean, that, that, that's Absolutely. not. It, it, it's a given at this point, but. Mm-hmm. When it works well with a, with, a, with a narrative and setting up tension and stuff, it's a positive for me. So yeah, yeah. cinematography was ace. <clears throat> it was ace. There's a really cool uh, TARDIS. You know the the shot of like the, the the bubble wrap like panning up to the TARDIS thing. That was uh-huh. pretty nice. That was so good. Yeah. Da- yes. that's <laughs> pretty nice shot. Also the bit where um the lady, I think her name is Judy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Judy. She's uh introducing the 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 people uh, the crew around the warehouse and it's like this nice little low low angle tracking shot of just her walking along this bridge and it's just mm-hmm. following her. I was like, that's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I get I, I just I just found something very satisfying about this tracking shot. And... That's I mean each each to their own on YouTube.com slash each to their own. Each to their own. Mm-hmm. Clever, clever plug there, Will. Clever, unsubtle plug. 
<laughs> You'd fit right in with Series 11. Welcome. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my next positive. We're talking about things that returned. Venusi and Aikido. Yes. She did it in episode two. And now it returns again in episode seven. I was like, <laughs> what? Continuity in my series 11? I don't <laughs> think so. But yes, it was, it was really cool when she just good to see it again. Yeah. jabs the fingers in the throat while being threatened with a gun. Because it's like, it's almost the Venusian, it's almost like the equivalent of the Sonic Screwdriver in, in terms of a plot convenience. But it's like, it's a plot convenience that makes sense. So why wouldn't she, why wouldn't the doctor use it more often? So I'm like, fine, use it whenever you need it, mate. Like, it's it makes sense. Third doctor did it all the time. It was a lot more aggressive, but. I was going to say, I'm kind of disappointed that she doesn't do the twirly thing. Hiya! Hiya! What? What? You know, like the the, the like it up. <laughs> No, I just except the the really passionate sound effect. Like the. <laughs> oh yeah, I did nothing to my. I just I was sitting completely still. Oh shame! I was hoping yeah. for, for. <laughs> I mean, we can't see it. <laughs> it wouldn't help. Um. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what a name though. His name's Mister Slade. That's a that's a sick name. Mr. That's Slade. the name of a baddie. That is the name of a baddie. I'll talk, talk <laughs> I think that's why it worked, because you just assume he's the bad mm. guy. He reminded me of Van Staten. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely got, got, got Van, Van Staten vibes from, him. From, from Dalek. Although nowhere near as funny, which I think is coming. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like, we, we, have, we saved the campiness for next episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get there. Will, what's your next positive? Um, I mean, it's stretching it thin, but George, this might be on your so I'll let you take it in full if it is. But this episode felt like it had music somewhere deep within. It just it felt like there was music in it, and uh, I mean, I don't know where this will be in in the podcast to talk about it, but I just got off watching a lot of series four, and I didn't think I cared that Murray Gold was leaving. I was like, eh, we'll get a new guy. But this season, I've been like, oh, I need Murray Gold back. But this episode just felt like, even though it was that same kind of ambient filler kind of music, there was still some big tracks when they needed to be. Um, and it was, it, you know, it was that new tone that the series has got as its score. And it was in this episode. I just feel like, I mean, even next episode, it's just like, it's not there. There's so much silence or just like... <laughs> it's all like, What the hell's that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, but you, like you're, you're right. Like, for starters, motifs. Thank yes. Fuck. There are motifs in this episode. And, like, this little, like, twang. The Blam's theme. Yeah, yes. the Blam thing happens, like, multiple times. And I'm like, yes. There's going to be three tracks on the soundtrack released in 2026. <laughs> It'll be the Am track, the Doctor Who theme, and Jody's like, lovely theme, which is kind of sounds a little bit like Garage Band, but, you know. <laughs> Ouch. Those is one. Butcher. Ouch, Butcher. When mm-hmm. Dan the Man talked about his family, they would yep. play this really beautiful, like, I want to say, like, a choir-like... I don't know what it was, but I fucking loved yep. it. I'm like, where has yeah, that okay. been? Mm. Storytelling technique. It's not something you just, like, stick in. Like, let... Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's... I don't know who it is. I, I doubt it's him. I, I presume it's, like, the BBC or someone, or someone being like, fuck you. We won't let you put your music in it. We're going to put all this random filler shit 
I don't know what it mm. is, but I feel like he he has the musical talent. It's just not being used Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. Which is so sad. Like, to be able to make the Doctor Who theme into this, like, atmospheric, uh, it, like, Indian... Just that amazing thing at the end of the, that other episode. <laughs> just that one, yeah. The, that the one. one that precedes this one, yes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> like, if he can do that, if he can... Because the, the greatest thing about that was that it was so... It was subtle like all the rest of the music, but it was a theme. It was... Had a motif and... Uh, yeah. If he can do that, he can write a good series. I don't know what's happening. Also, I really like that it's like... It was like constant, like, twanginess. So mm-hmm. the compositions. It, it was like... It yep. really worked with, like, the whole robotic kind of mm. setting that I had. And also, it's just different to all the orchestrally kind of music that's been in every episode Absolutely. up to this one. So it kind of felt unique. Mm. I will say the coolest bit of music, though, is where it, like, swells up when, like, they all see the Kablam bots in the in the, mm. in, in the underground area. And it, that like, was... builds and builds and builds. Oh, and like, oh that's enough. Yeah. Like, I was expecting it to cut there, like... If they ended it there, mm. I would have been like so annoyed, but it would just would have been, it would have made sense <laughs> because of how the music building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the end of the he's up of Chibnall's Chibnall's Silurian one, where it's like just a few Silurians or a whole family or army. Oh, <laughs> look at all of them. <laughs> I'll admit the CGI was a little bit better in that episode than Kablam. Yes, we'll probably get to we'll probably get to that very shortly. Uh, but yeah, thank you for making good music or at least yeah. making memorable music at least. I approve of that very, very much. <laughs> um, it's me, isn't it? I think it's yeah. your turn now, George. I was trying to think. It's like who's talking this time? Yeah, I think it's uh... you. I think I just piggybacked off it too much. <laughs> Okay, this is just a thing a thing we mentioned before about characters actually being kept uh, keeping the uh, stuff of episode one. But when when Yaz is surrounded by the freaking Kablam bots and she ducks to the side instead of like screaming like a little bitch, I'm like, yeah, that's what a police officer would do, guys. Hello, like there were so many <laughs> smart choice. Like that that moment itself was earned itself a point on my note sheet because Yaz was like, she didn't hesitate. She fucking yep. died the hell out of there. And I'm like, that, that's what a cop would do. And I was really happy. And I just really like how these people actually felt like actual people doing the shit that they set up in episode one. So yeah. Yes. I just, I need to emphasize how good that felt. Because even... Cause like, <laughs> Enjoy it for the one episode that you... It just that you feels get. like, yeah, it just feels like the, the writers of episode actually watched episode one and went, okay, let's just like go from here. Because it's all a mess. Anyway, that's... Yeah, that's a, that's my positive. That moment. <laughs> it's fair. It's Great a moment. That is a very niche but fair point. Very, very Thank niche. You. <laughs> Should Thank I emphasize you. how niche that is? Thank you. Um, okay, so you guys mentioned how good the characterization is. I enjoyed all the side characters too. Like you had Hell yeah. the head of people, Judy, you had uh Kira mm-hmm. Kira Arlo. You had uh, Mr. Oh, Slade, yeah. and then you had Charlie. Uh, what do you guys think of Charlie, by the way? Like, I've heard people weren't a fan of how this episode was resolved. Yeah, right. I disagree. I thought it was pretty, I pretty obvious. It. 
usually I'm like anti the villain just saying everything, but I think with Ch- I think with Charlie it really worked because yeah. he had just fallen in love, he had just lost his love. He was obviously, as the doctor said, he was morally like 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 confused about what he's doing. So I think it helped that he was just like freaking the fuck out and just saying everything that was on his mind. And the doctor for what they don't that would be positive. What what do you guys think? Well, uh, yeah, I, I liked it, and I like. I think I like the resolution of him being part of the explosion. Um, he like, just he just stood there though. Yeah, the shot, I, well, was he the, the shot, shot where he the the shot where he like looks back? I felt like it was a shot of, like Harry Potter doing like except that Patronum, like the light, yeah, like, totally the did, green. He, like looked back and he was like, <sighs> <laughs> it was just like so stupid. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I and I, I say that mainly because I mean uh, again I just came off of watching the two parts on Tyrum one and like they had the opportunity to do what they did with Radigan and just be like oh well he's smart and he works out that he decides he doesn't want to do it and he's a good guy now I like that they followed through with someone that's chaotic and doesn't understand what they're doing they're not going to turn just because someone else tried to change their mind I'm glad they they followed through with it I thought that was really interesting. Because a lot of the time, that's just how it happens. It's just very difficult to change someone's mind when they're set in stone with that kind of idea. So I was very happy to see that. Because I was like, oh, well, here we go. Here comes the family-friendly show. He's going to be like, oopsies, and just hugs everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a deleted scene. You don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) And they all go and have cakes and dance. But it also meant that the Doctor actually had to take initiative to actually find... A solution to the to mm. the problem. She comes with a really cool solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hacking into the to the helmet to the to the to the complete man and um, <laughs> making them all pop the bubble wrap. Um, yeah, that bubble wrap though. Would you? I I like I like the bubble wrap. The idea of it at least. I thought it was also pretty good in um, execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I I don't have any issues with it. Uh, yeah. The thing that comes to mind though is the um, the the scene where the the Kablam man take Kira into that room, mm-hmm. like that that was tense. Like the way that that was shot and the music, mm-hmm. that, like, it didn't time... feel like Doctor Who. As much as I've said this, it was <laughs> like Doctor Who. That was like yeah, it was so tense. It actually kind of reminded me of the first time I watched Blink. And you had that really intense moment of, like, the Weeping Angel right in front of the dude's face. Mm-hmm. And he's just holding in the, holding in the bit, the, the want to blink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. But obviously not as in your face. Thank God for that. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Will, what is your next positive, if you have any left? I think I'm, I think I'm good. I think I've, I've expelled my po- promises. My promises? What? Positives. What? <laughs> my promises. I'm, I'm, I'm still waking up. Last night was very... I mean, it was so la- last night, it was this morning. <laughs> What'd you do last night? That's a... Do I want to well, know? Just, it was just a... No, it was just Miles' birthday party. Um, so just did the drinks. Miles! What a Miles! Gentleman. What a lovely yeah, man. Very, he's, he's the freaking best. He's so I got good. him a Doctor Strange cloak, uh, like a bathrobe <gasps> thing, and he was oh. like... He, like, put it out of the thing, and he was like, no joke, man, no joke. I, last night, went online to buy this, 
and it was sold out and I got really angry and I was like yeah sure and, and then he's like no seriously Pom which is his wife come in here come in here and, and as she walked in she was like that's the thing you couldn't and, and he was like see see this is really exciting <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love him already it was so funny <laughs> I, dig, I dig your impression of him too it's pretty pretty nice that's a great impression <laughs> I spent many many hours with that man do you, yeah. do you have one for a Nick boy? I mean, that's my normal voice. Uh, <laughs> so <I'm> just, <laughs> if I'm talking in a video, I'm basically doing that. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Have you have you considered impressionism? Like, just to do impressions of other people? Oh, well, I always think about doing, like, a video, a YouTube video of it, but then I watch other people doing it, and I'm like, you look like a prick. Like, I don't... I, watching people do impressions is just the worst. It just makes me feel so uncomfortable. Maybe I'll do one without a video. Okay, that's fair. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But it, I think it's usually just because they're people, they're not just people that are just doing it for fun, which is what I would do. It's people that have, like, monetized their video and it's on, like, Unilad and stuff. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Unilad, this, is, this isn't a hobby to you. You think you're so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're so good with your you think you're so good. somewhat possible impressions. And generally, they're just doing Game of Thrones ones, and I hate Game of Thrones, so that probably doesn't help. Yeah, that would probably really dampen your opinions of it, yeah. I don't like it. Could you do one of George? Or was that just too on spot for you? No, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to feel like, no, please. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay you 20 bucks. No, you won't. You don't have money, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so mean. You don't have money, <laughs> shut up, Nick. <laughs> I'm really just trying not to let that happen. <laughs> okay. Any more positives? Yeah. Um, I guess we're going to me. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so while, while I had some issues with the Doctor's performance, like the Doctor in this episode, at the end, when she was talking to Charlie, I found that speech full Doctor. She had full control. She felt like she was laying down the law. She felt... I, I, I felt like this is a Time Lord. Like... Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like, yeah, I, I, I love this. It wasn't, like, an amazing speech, but it felt like a Time Lord speech. And we haven't really yep. felt like Jody embodies an all-knowing Time Lord as yep. season. So I feel like that moment was just really, really good. And it made that re- resolution just all the more empowering and even mm-hmm. emotional points for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So I I like the design of the Kablam, the Kablam Man. Kablam Man. It's it's like it's got this like uncanny valley human look to it, but it's definitely robotic. Mm-hmm. And those glowing blue eyes just like make it distinct as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I I, I I just I gotta put this down. So I liked when uh, they first meet the robots, and then the, one of them waves, and he's like, "Hello, team!" I I just I just cracked mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt so out of character for everything we'd seen in regards to the robots. Oh, also, uh, Les, the, you know, that introduction with uh, Dan, is like, morning, Les. It's like, my name is not Les. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, was one, to, one of them was like the Let's Doctor's great name. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, uh, that's a, like, one of the blind men goes, the Doctor, great name. And then that's like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, oh, sweet. They're fucking adorable. <laughs> so endearing. 
Also, I just didn't, yeah. I didn't think that that Doctor Who could come up with any more robot ideas. Admittedly, these ones look familiar, look similar to the Greatest Show in the Galaxy ones, but like, because yeah. you got yeah, you got so many robots in Doctor Who. The fact that they're still able to go, here's another design. It's like, oh shit, that just keeps coming. And to be as iconic as as like Cybermen and uh, Hambots and stuff like that, it's just really cool to, to have that again in this series of bandages and spiders. <coughs> <laughs> and teeth people and Trump oh, fuck. and Ed Sheeran <laughs> and Ed Sheeran <laughs> people talk about Ed Sheeran around these parts around about now um, also Twirly we've got to give uh, props to Twirly that, oh, yeah. that adorable little bot I just wanted to take one just get like get it right yes I, I, take it. I loved it I just, it, it, it's just, uh, <laughs> I just like very charming about the 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 small, simplistic look of the robot. Yeah, we can't really explain it, but I think I might give myself a twirly, my twirly bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, you have no more positives, so no, George. I'm done. What is your next positive? Um, even if it's so impractical, it can hurt. I had a lot of fun with the, with the um, dispatch sequence with Yaz, Ryan, and Charlie. Oh, yeah. um, I actually found it really fun, and I even was surprised that it was shot well because yeah. obviously there were different different directors and shit for each episode. But you had some some fast paced scenes that were shot horribly this series. But this was like I knew where everyone was. I had a sense of it, it wasn't too frenetic. It was like it felt right and. Yep. It was fun, and it was good development, even if, like, them jumping down would not have worked out that way if it was actually a thing. You know what? <laughs> I don't really care if it's fun. That's that's not the way I see it. <laughs> he so. jumps down with his eyes closed. <laughs> that's a There's no way. There is no way that, like, he doesn't die from... Anyway. Get, like, seriously, seriously injured. Hey. <laughs> It's Doctor Who. I, Who cares? I liked it because it made me feel like I was watching Polar Express. Oh, I love that movie. I watch it every yeah. year. <laughs> Hell yeah. You guys love that movie. It just creeps me out most of all. Oh, I don't understand that. I don't. Yeah. I do not understand I that. I heard, I saw a complaint, and I've seen the movie for like, say, five or six years before, and I'm like, oh, I have never once seen this creepy. Like, <laughs> No. I don't understand that complaint in the freaking sliders. I don't understand it. Will, how good is the hot chocolate scene? Oh, bloody. You know, I used to, as, as, well, I don't know how young I would have been, probably too young to be doing it, but, um, (laughs) as a child, I'd go to sleep with the Polar Express soundtrack. Like, I wouldn't sleep without that putting me to sleep. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I've actually got a story to to continue onto that. My sister actually had the Polar Express soundtrack too, and she, we made it a tradition to, you know that, um, Wish Upon a Star song? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would do the boy part and she would do the girl part. Oh, wow. that's adorable. That's so sweet. Yeah. I don't think your voice is as deep as Josh Groban's. I know it's not the same <laughs> Wow. I was also very young, so it kind of blended <laughs> together. But, like... Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but the point is, like, I, there is, I do have a fondness for the film, even if... Even if it's creepy. Yeah, even if it's creepy. Like, <laughs> like you can't tell me those Steven Tyler elves are not creepy. Oh, that's the point, surely. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they didn't go, well, that's a bit fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Robert's making like, ah, leave it in, it's all right. Yeah. 
like the entire cast of Pokemon and Detective Pikachu, which I'm very excited for. They're supposed to be creepy. Shut up, internet. <laughs> Mr. Mime. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's so cool. Horrific, but like, all, but in all the good ways, yeah. Yes. Um, Negatives? No, no, I've still got a couple of positives, got... actually. I ain't oh, done, God, bitch. You, I love this episode. You, you weirdos. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry, I only came up with five positives and that was it. I, I even Ooh. like. I, I even came. I thought the 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 shitty green screen for the conveyor belt scene. I thought that even that had a little bit of charm to it. Well, yeah, it just felt right. It was, just, it was such a fun scene. Like, who cares how it looked? Yeah. If if you're having fun, just ignore that. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you really can. It kind of reminded me of um, you know, doing a green screen. It reminded me of um, end of the world when he's like got that fan in front of him and it's like slow motion mm. that's mm-hmm. what it reminds me of because that that that's definitely green screen and that doesn't hold up but i, I kind of ignore <laughs> it. it's charming it's yeah. charming exactly uh, did you guys get a toy story 2 or attack of the clones vibe with the conveyor belt scene oh shit yeah i mean yeah okay attack of the clones is a mess and i despise it but toy story 2 is my favorite out of the three so <laughs> like, i should have got that but i did not like, I had a Toy Story 2, but they brought up Attack of the Clones one. Yeah, I could see that. I yeah, yeah. see that. Wouldn't have really tried to compare it to a Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see what they're getting at. Yeah. Um, have you got any more positives, George? You bet your ass I do. Well, then go for it. Go okay. For it. Now, I don't want to, like, commend, like, just, like, smart writing, because I feel like we should have that anyway. But... The way they foreshadowed or developed Kira's love for opening presents for that packaging, for that then to be nice, was just a real smart, simple, sort of cheeky little, oh, look, she gets a package. She's only gotten one from them, so you bet you actually open it. <laughs> so sad. Um, was... She got <laughs> so one sad. present. And she's so special. She's so wholesome. And it's like. <laughs> she's so special. I was say special. No, she's so wholesome. Yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> and the way the doctor's like, oh, you have such a. What would you say? Like a. A good attitude in life, and, I, and yeah, oh, such a, I love that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, and then when and I, and the whole time I was like, you're gonna fucking die. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, as soon as I saw her, and she's like, I've only got one present in my life. I'm like, you're yeah. going to die, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh I was like, you're not even getting cold for Christmas. You're just gonna die. <laughs> oh, shit. And then when then when she gets led into the room, I'm like, yep, this is how she ends. Yeah, that was very yeah. But again, like, uh, oh, actually, no, I hated that. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I was going to say, like his grandma dying, you know, it was still good, but I didn't care about the grandma. So, you know. Do you care more or less about Kira compared to the grandma? Oh, I don't care about her at all. But I, <sighs> I, I thought that, I thought it was more of an interesting death than, than, than the grandma. You didn't like the, the I was just like, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh up. dear, she fell over. Don't go out there. <laughs> that was entirely what she grace. That was entirely her fault. Her death. What an idiot. <laughs> gonna, God, gonna climb up that. this crane and I'm nothing never gonna let that go. <laughs> it's this series Clara suddenly becomes a, a teacher. <laughs> That's how bad it is. It's not. It's, it's not that bad, life. come on. It's not that bad. The whole series is as bad as Clara becomes that, a teacher. That's better. That's more <laughs> yeah. accurate thing. If Ross saw crying Graham over Grace, he'd be like, wake up, she died in a stupid way, and then, like, move on. Yeah. <laughs> we saw all those people. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. 
I feel um, like it would have made more sense if Ryan was the one that fell off, considering, you know, he has dyspraxia. dyspraxia. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like out of all of the characters, he's the one that makes more sense. That's so true. Uh, anyway, we'll stick with positives. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> We're talking about negatives for an episode. A that was episode. <laughs> I've, already at- I've already attacked that episode enough. Um, I, I, this, is so, this is a weird positive for me. I like the deus, the deus ex machinas in this episode. There were two. Mm-hmm. So the Kablam men have inbuilt teleportation, which is convenient, but kind of makes sense considering they have to deliver shit every Definitely day. makes sense, yeah. I so... bet it's installed in their necks as well. <laughs> no! No! Bad will! No, that is not the fucking Bad! Bad. <laughs> it's all in the necks. But, like, the, 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 that's how they can take Kira to that room without anyone else getting there, and mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. the Doctor and everyone else escapes from the exploding... Mm. exploding bot the base. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was like I was like I was thinking about it, I was like that's a bit Deus Ex Machina, but I'm like, well, no, that actually kind of makes sense in the context mm. of what they are, and because it gets threaded throughout constantly, you're like, yeah, this is that world where that exists. Yeah, but it is just a very a very easy thing. And uh, same with the loops, the the thing that they stick on the legs, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they could have easily just had it like act, the the head of people accidentally just walking on them. But she's like, no, the loops told me that you were in the office. Mm. Oh, I should have remembered about that. I was like, Mm. damn, that's clever. Like, I almost felt too clever for for this series. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did, I love that moment. I've never been, I've never like facepalm in a good way. Like just hit my forehead. Like when she was like, the things told me you're in here. I was like, Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots! <laughs> you idiots! I was as dumb as you. Uh, I really enjoy Doctor Who when it actually is clever for a change. <laughs> it's far and few between, but when it is, it's satisfying as hell. Yes. Um, I've got one more positive. So, George, keep going. Okay, I got two more, but I'll just go one at a time, I guess. Um, <laughs> just keep going. Just go through all of them. Okay, uh, where are you? Where are you, little boy? Okay, um, so with three companions, a lot of the episodes do this, like, they sort of split them up and stuff. But I found this episode the best in terms of like transitioning between you had Doctor and Ryan doing their shit, Yaz doing her shit, Graham doing his shit. I like the way they sort of they transition through dialogue, they transition through, I think there was one maybe shot, match cut, maybe not, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I just love the way that, that they. It really helped with the pacing as well for them to have their own little investigative moments. And I found that really good because they all got good screen time. And yeah, so I thought that was a good way to <clears throat> sort of push a story without mm-hmm. making you bored out of your fucking brain. So, writers. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, transitioning shit. Was good. Uh, all right, so my last one. Uh, I liked the moral messaging of technology being a problem when it's used the wrong way. I like And that's that my pos- final positive, so take it away. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's it, that's my last positive, just the messaging. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I just thought it was like it was just interesting that they actually didn't shove a message down your throat like you're gagging on it. 
for a change. <laughs> Whoa. <Jesus>. <laughs> go <laughs> go over the visual figure. aesthetic there, guys. Go for the... <laughs> what, what's the one they say like, you can't uh, see it? What's a message? Like, okay, I'm trying to think of what a physical message would be like gagging. Or I think like a letter or something? Like a, like a physical message? It's not yeah. worth it, George. It's just... It's just... What? Yeah, you saw this. I'm finishing it. Anyway. Oh, God. We're starting to keep <laughs> with that message, aren't we? Jesus. Yeah, no. I, I, I agree. Five-inch figure. <laughs> Stop. Because the first time I watched it, I had watched um, 2001 Space Odyssey the night before, yeah. which is the whole thing about, you know, was how evil or were mm. was it just the humans who were bad at, you know, and it was all that human technology, how we use mm-hmm. it. So I was really, really happy with the themes mm. and the subverting because because they always shot the Kablam bots obviously as they were the evil sons of bitches. But then when there was the the reveal that that the machine sent help, both times I watched it, I got goosebumps. I thought that was such a smart little twist, and it really helps the ending as well. I got a question. Yeah, go for it. How does the episode have a six point nine on, on IMDb? <laughs> what the hell, people? That's insane. This no episode way. is lower than, let me tell you, this episode is lower than Demons of the Punjab, oh. Rosa, and Woman Who Fell to Earth. So yeah, still pretty that's, high, but like still. No. That's a big disagree on all three of those fronts. Yes, <laughs> same here. Like Rosa was good and it had a nice moral message to it, but I but mean, hey. in terms of overall better episode entirely through this one, yeah, leagues mm. ahead, leagues ahead of everything. anyway. That just that's that just I don't know how that's episode so weird. anyway. That's it. Positive's done. Gross. Well, let's get into the negatives. Uh, I don't have you guys got many negatives to this because I, I have three, so. yeah, All not right. too many, not really. <laughs> I've got oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got eight negatives. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Okay. I bet it's just the tree wasn't in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my lord! Well, two negatives. Two, two of them aren't really neg- like negatives; they're just more just questions. So I'll just start with the okay. question. Okay. Uh, what was the purpose of the liquidization chamber? Yeah. Okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> question that never should be asked. That one. Because <laughs> they just they look at it and they're like, "Ah, oh, about it." <laughs> well, I, I assume that was like making robots, like they're using. I don't know. That's what my. I just was like, maybe that's the thing. It was cool, but it just yeah. I was like, to- I, I was waiting for the thing, like I'm saying, that it helps to make something. Maybe they put it in the bombs. I don't know. It's very weird. That that was odd. Yeah, uh, and the other one is. Why did the Kablam bots attack Lee Mack's character, or Dan the man? What did they attack him for? Dan the man! Because he wasn't killed by the bubble wrap because you heard him scream. Mm, What a fucking scream. (laughs) It was a super duper scream. (laughs) What the hell was that? He prepared his entire life for that scream. Yeah. (laughs) That was so very weird. And and he's not Charlie, so the system didn't have a vendetta against him. Mm. So I'm like, so why did they kill him? Because they were going to kill uh, Yaz, but even killing Yaz still doesn't make sense. I don't know. Tweet him. Tweet Pete. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there were two questions I just mm-hmm. didn't understand. Um, 
Yeah. So, what are you guys' first negatives? Um, I mean, I I just I think the green explosion and just anything to do with the explosion or the Kablam Man at the end was just a bit. It just didn't look great. <laughs> I mean, it's on the Doctor Who budget, and like we said, the the actual the the Polar Express ride was had some <laughs> charm to the green. Screen. Hell yeah. Whereas I think the Kablam Man scene where there's thousands of them, it gave me too much of that like dark water heaven death and, death in heaven or whatever you know when there's just like thousands of side men and they're just uh-huh. looks shit it just yeah, looks very bad yeah yeah but again it doesn't detract from the episode doctor who doesn't rely on visual effects to sell stories and bring you into these worlds but it is a negative in terms of just you know coming off the back of the punjab and and like like woman who fell to earth where it's like they grounded it so much that visual effects didn't have to be over the top, and this is kind of the first over-the-top visual effect we've had, and it just doesn't look good in the grand scale of kind of a more realistic series. Um, so it just, it's a little negative. I think trying to make a, a, a sci-fi series grounded kind of defeats the purpose of a sci-fi mm. series. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, hey, <laughs> I'm not showrunner, so... Mm-mm. I don't think anyone is at the moment. <laughs> Even Ty can just take over the roles. <laughs> Please. Um, all right. So, George, what's your first negative? Mine are mainly technical, which is a good sign. Um, this is this is really petty, but it pissed me off on both viewings, so I put it in. Okay. When Yaz is looking for Dan, there's like 10 cuts of her looking. Like, it cuts like, like 10 angles of her looking. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just do I'll blast through these technical ones because they're really petty. Um, you being petty? What is this? Right? Okay. Any scene shot outside had this weird glow and tint thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't like that. I found that really off. And I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, that's it. Maybe, maybe they heard Nick's thing where he's like, oh, if you're going to be dark and dingy, you have to have the opposing thing. And they were like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's make it glowy and bright. <laughs> let's have a garden. No, to be fair. Yeah, basically. To be fair, Remember I like the variety of um, I like the variety of locations they had. Oh yeah, same. It just that uh, yeah. location didn't have it's, a good set design. This episode was on point. I'm oh, like, definitely. Where was this in the Sarang conundrum? Like I like you could just look at the room and be like, oh yeah, this is the head office. This is the entrance. This is the underground. You know what I mean? There was not yep. that in Saranga. No. So, like, thank you. Thank you for listening, even though there was no way you could possibly have heard me say that. <laughs> I hope not, because if they're listening to these things, I'm sorry. <laughs> then, yeah, then they made it in, like, a week, and that would be impossible. <laughs> well, they clearly put that glow and bloom effect on in a week, so maybe mm. they did hear you. Ah, uh, you know, <sighs> I'd Thanks, Nick. if they heard me. I would be so <laughs> if they heard me. Um, Alright, so my next negative. Uh, so... Does the Doctor like or dislike conspiracies? Um, well, I don't know. Why? Why is that a line she says in this? She's, she mentions that she likes them. Yeah. She said she likes them in um, Arachnids, which is yeah. oh, I love a good conspiracy. Mm. And then this one, she's like, oh, I don't like, I don't like conspiracies. Oh well, maybe it's because Chidmore wrote one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity, I, I, yeah. guys. Continuity. Just, don't even ask that question. <laughs> um, yeah. You know the answer. 
Uh, also, this is just another point I just thought of. How come every alien species in this series looks human? So, like, we had the two aliens from the Ghost Monument, right? We had the racist from Rosa. We had the <laughs> pregnant man. And we had all of the other aliens from Saranga Conundrum. And now we have the Kandokan workers. Mm. Like, it's just getting ridiculous because they all just feel the same at this point. They all just yeah. look like humans. It's like series mm-hmm. one. And just... At least they turned into Slovene. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> visually, I'm, I, I showed you pictures of, uh, like, Rings of Akaten. Yeah. Of, like, all the different cool alien designs. And this series got nothing. It's got mm. nothing, guys. <laughs> I <terrible>. don't understand. <laughs> Next episode's no better as well. No, that's to be fair. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, George, what is your next negative? My final negative, actually. Ooh. The Doctor not being Doctor. Um, you got to have to elaborate there, mate. <laughs> there were two bits in this episode that were both, I think they were both meshed on Hooving as well. Um, at the start, when she's on the TARDIS, she's like, I can't get a hang out, can't get the hang of these new systems. It's episode seven. <laughs> how did you know how to freaking fly the TARDIS yet? And then... Uh, uh, my brain's too crowded. That made me freaking scream. So, um, you're a time <laughs> that lord. A That's the fucking point. That's the point of. I just don't like how they're writing her. It just bugs me sometimes, most times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two lines made me realize that the, the doctor's not really the doctor. For the most yep. And it's really sad. Graham is the doctor. Really? Oh. Like, he's. He's like, just. Oh, what happened? Like,. I can't remember it fully, but I remember when he got the map, I was like, cool, that's going to be useful. And then it seemed like they hacked into the computer, so I was like, oh, well, I guess they don't need the map anymore. But when he brought the map in, they were like, oh, that's more important. So I'm like, <laughs> so for Graham's still the most important thing going on. Despite you just hacking into the mainframe, you're like, oh, map. <laughs> I okay. love a good map. <laughs> a good map, I'm sure. Well, I, I'm going to defend that last line about the head being full of stuff, because didn't Tenet have a similar line? Thick, so thick. Yes, that's it. Too full of stuff. That's it. That's the line. Yeah. Yes, that is okay. exactly the line. Fine. It just... I was going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> like the first I one I can get, but that second one, I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes more sense. So much of it, it just bothers me. I guess. Like one or two lines is fine, but yeah. Just... Well, she yeah, she is constantly being like, oh, I'm so silly. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I've I've oh, I've lost the TARDIS. Ah. Oh. Oh no, we're stuck on this planet. Like, fuck, just be, just oh, be the wait. doctor, mate. Just be competent for once in your it's life. It's a ship. Oh god, Nick. You can, Will, you can it's lick not a the air. You can lick the air and sense gravity. What it's the, a ship. Uh, it's a spaceship. You stuck your finger up your nose and could detect stuff. Like, fuck, you're not dumb. <laughs> oh, oh boy. I mean, putting your finger up your nose is pretty dumb, but so only, only visually, like, but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, works, how cool it would it be if you knew, like, if you stuck your finger up in your nose and you'd be like, you could pass out in like five seconds? That'd be pretty cool. Would it? Oh, I mean, like, if you're, like you're, go- you're about well, to if pass you're in like out. a suffocating room, right? Yeah. And you're like, you oh, like, what I've got much? like five minutes of air. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I think that could be useful, but <laughs> this episode just typoed again. Yeah, let's, <laughs> it let's does. Let's <laughs> Continue. I've got no more negatives. I think it's a great episode. Anything that's a negative, I feel is a nitpick, and 
Like, I agree. I, I just I, did I, it I, then. I, yeah. Which I did it once as well. I, I feel like I don't want to. I don't want to attack things that I don't really remember. Because oh, I really yeah. enjoyed this episode. That's why now, I make notes. Nicholas, <laughs> have to. Ten... I don't want to watch these things more than once, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me Nicholas. That's okay, so Nick. Weird. That's so weird. Only my parents call me Nicholas. Even then, that's Nicholas. Your, your next ten negatives. I, I only think I have two more <laughs> negatives actually. Oh, and, awesome. Uh, um, actually three. Um, so despite the fact that Charlie's plan failed. He also succeeded in his mission yeah. at the end because they're like, oh, we're going to make the company more people-focused. So I'm like, so he did his job. That was the, <laughs> the one point of what he was doing, and he got what he wanted anyway. Making the entire, the last segment pointless. A little bit. Just a little bit pointless. Um, yeah, that was one. Uh... The psychic paper utilization made sense, but how did scanning the screen with the Sonic create a fictional flight log? Oh, come on, it's the Sonic. <laughs> it's the Sonic, mate. Never Nick, question what, the you're Sonic. scraping the barrel with these bits. Well, yeah, hang on, hang no, on. No, 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 not... no. I, I have a point to this, right? No, you okay. don't. Yes, I do. You're telling me... <laughs> You're telling me she couldn't hear this fucking obnoxious whirring sound next to her ear? That woman was an idiot. <laughs> that woman was so stupid. How do you Nick, not Nick, hear this Nick, whirring Nick. sound while you're reading Nick. the... Her role was head of people. That's... Yeah. Like, head of... That's an idiot role. <laughs> what? Whenever they said head of people, I, like, rolled my eyes. Like, what a stupid-ass role name. Yeah. Sorry. She was, like, she was talking to people and in a way that was so oblivious to everything going on around her. There's no way she would have heard or saw the song. That woman was so stupid. She was so stupid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't... I I understand the point, because as a human being you would, but that woman was an idiot. (laughs) Her character was so dumb. Yeah. I would prefer if she was bad, just because I could be like, oh, you're a conniving little shit. But no, she was just stupid. (laughs) Which makes it worse, to be fair. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's no, there's no, like... Meaning to the thing, you're and that's not nitpick. Stupid. She's just her character is just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I told you my thing had a point eventually. <laughs> um, but I think, I think for me, the, it's not really a problem. But I think it's just the weirdest thing about it. It feels like the second part of a story, but we never saw the first part. So it's like if we got Bad Wolf parting of the ways, but we never got the long game. Okay. Do you, do you get what I mean? No. I get it, but I don't agree with it. Well, but... like, how did the how did the system gain sentience, and how did he know about the Doctor? I always find things like that in Doctor Who. The show's fifty five years, and and canonically has existed forever. Yeah. Like, it, the point is, the Doctor lands and an adventure happens. You don't need to know everything. Like, go to Big Finish if you want to know everything. <laughs> Give us a Big Finish prequel. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I understand your point, but it's like it's like Star Wars. Han Solo has so many like any every character has so many off the cuff lines that you're like, well, what the hell does that mean? And now the movies are like, this is what it means, and it's like, yeah, I did, didn't actually need to know that. So I feel like things things like that. I'm like, just don't tell me. I want, I like mystery. I like being able to create my own ideas, and especially in sci-fi because the world is supposed to be big. Also, it would be more of an excuse to have the Kablam Man back though. <laughs> 
Or, or maybe it's going to be like what I've always hoped for in Doctor Who, like a reverse prequel. Like it happens with her or a different Doctor later on. Oh, that would be it cool. All links back. Yeah. Because that means she got the hat out of time, so why not have the, the, the prequel out of time? That would be pretty cool. Make hmm. it so maybe her, like in the future, goes back to meet. Yeah, she sets it off. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Hmm. But yeah. Sorry, we're thinking too much. Chibnall's <laughs> not going to do that. Chibnall's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Don't get any ideas, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders. Kablam. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my, uh, my last... Well, it was not really even negative. It was just a, a thing. Just some points. It's just a thing. Uh, a big, great, big thing. <laughs> Uh, but overall, we really did like really did like this this episode. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want I want this. I mean, I if I was to rewatch series eleven, it would probably go Woman Who Fell to Earth more out of obligation than enjoyment, mm-hmm. and then Kablam, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be it. If I, the dude comes back from Rosa, then I will watch, watch Rosa again. Yeah, but <laughs> that's the problem. It's just this weird like. Despite what I just said, it's a weird thread that leads nowhere, and I don't care. Nothing matters. Guy. Nothing no. matters in series eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the worst season for Hoovians to do the turn meter. Oh, that's <laughs> so bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting, getting like agitated because they're like, nothing's returning. I'm like, what were you expecting? Yeah. <laughs> Watch the series. The season five would have like every villain and character. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> a good man goes to war. <laughs> yeah, or, like, exactly. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Except in A Good Man Goes to War, that was a mid-season finale, so... Uh, <laughs> the whole point of it was so he could have two finales, Nick. I know. That was Stephen Moffat's quote. I know, but I'm just saying it works more as a mid-season finale as opposed to a big finale, I feel. Uh, well, I think it's a better finale than the other one, though, so... Yeah. No, I was thinking about Journey's End, like, where that would fit, but that's not really Yeah, that's insane. a similar kind of idea. Mm, yeah. Anyway, but that's like te- that's like five years of the show. Yeah, that's why I feel like that gets away with it because it's five mm. years as opposed to like. Whereas this one, it's like <laughs> no, you've got a kablam man, that dude Rosa Parks, all piloting the TARDIS. She's like, "Good job, guys!" It's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Rosa Please Parks, happen. my Luther King Junior, in my TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, right, if that was the case where they had, like, all nine different scenarios, right, that would mean that over four of them would be on Earth. Mm. And I'm like, well, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, is George dead? I don't know. He's just so. quiet. Oh, I'm not dead. It's just I'm lurking in the background. Ramble on petty things. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like like the Kablam man in the in the warehouse, practicing your lurking. Oh, that was so creepy, man. <laughs> um, all right. Do you guys want to take a quick break? Quick break, or do you want to go straight into Witchfinders? Ooh. I'm I'm ready whenever. So. I I mean I have nothing compared to this last episode on Witchfinders. Yeah. So I'm happy to just dive straight in. All right. Well, I'm okay with continuing. So all right. We are going to do the rare thing of just just diving in. Just diving oh, into yeah. episode 8. Oh, yeah. Episode 8 of series 11 of The Witch Finders. General Finders. thoughts, guys. I, 
I don't want to like. I know we don't do this, but I just want to get my my biggest negative <laughs> <laughs> is that the episode opens with a fade fade from black of them just walking into a street, and that just made me <laughs> oh, really yeah. fucking angry. Uh, it made me too. so fucking angry. <laughs> so I, I just had to say that because I got angry about that. The whole episode, Dad kept going, wait, is the TARDIS gone? Like, what happened to the TARDIS? Where's the t-? I'm like, Dad, I'm sure it's around. Like, yeah. I just needed to <laughs> open with the fact that that opening annoyed the shit out of me. Because you don't come out of a big hyper Doctor Who TARDIS sequence to a fade from black of them walking <laughs> into a street. But the overall, the episode was great. <laughs> I think they, all they could have just done is literally just put, like, three seconds of them walking out of the TARDIS. Yeah. And ignore the fade to black. We are going straight into the street because I'm just saying that would have changed nothing, and it would have made more sense at least. Coming from fade to black, that's such a that's such a cheap. It's so gross. It was so gross. <laughs> like, like was there quite a lot of fade to blacks in this episode? I honestly don't remember this episode. There was an episode was... where there was a lot of fade to blacks. I can't remember what it was. I was watching I this episode this before morning. recorded, and yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I watched both this morning, and I don't. I don't know how to fight. Interesting. So. Maybe I've watched the next episode accidentally. <laughs> Apparently, you can do that now. <laughs> look, look, for me, if we're generally, it was okay. Like, I still think this is one of the, one of the better ones from the series, but that's not really saying a lot <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Um, I think this is probably more interesting than Demons of the Punjab. Just. That's about it. That's that's my general thoughts. More interesting than demons. How about you, George? What's your general? Um, first time I liked it more than I did on this watch. I yep. I just felt like it just wants to be a lot, and instead of having fun with that, I don't. And I just think it's. I felt obligated to watch it, whereas I was excited to watch Kablam again. So I guess that's a sign of by Benny that yep. the episode didn't really. Stick with me after watching it. So yeah, decent, but not anything great. Mm. It really just goes to show how like different Kablam is to every other one, considering that's the only one that really feels like one you would want to rewatch over and over right. again. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Positives. Will what's your first positive? Uh, let me just remember the episode for a second. <laughs> Alan Cumming. We could just talk about this. Yeah. Let's just open that, that up. Best that's positive. Let's be honest. Easily yeah. the best thing. Yeah. Thank you, Alan um, Cumming. Yeah. The campness was unbelievable. His, <laughs> his dynamic with Ryan. Of all characters, Ryan? his dynamics with Ryan. is <laughs> so good. I ship them so hard. Oh, absolutely. Bonzo, Ryan. Uh, forget oh. Raz. I'm all about that bloody <laughs> ring. Yeah. Oh, it's not Raz, though, mate. It's bloody... What's what's a Thaz or whatever? It's 13 and Yaz. It's not, Thank uh, you. It's not Ryan and Thank Yaz, you. mate. Yaz Fuck wants off. to get in with a doctor. Hello. Yeah, come on, mate. Did you see their eyes linger in, in the, that episode? Mate, <laughs> that episode. I, can't remember. I want uh, something more. I I can't, they're all the same. Before <laughs> well, you reference an episode, just say that episode. <laughs> that episode. Because <laughs> you don't know. The one with the spiders in it. I think, is it that one? You know there the one, one where they like, one, break yeah. away from the TARDIS and they look at each other? Yeah, yeah that's that, the Come one. on, man. It's not, it's not Raz. <laughs> People keep thinking it's Raz. And I'm like, they're just mates. No way. They're just mates. Yeah, they're just mates. See, I think I got the accent there pretty good. I'm very proud of myself there. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, Alan Cummings was great. <laughs> <laughs> He's so camp, and it's the best thing in this episode. But yeah. I put a giant asterisk next to that point. 
Interesting. Because <laughs> I've gone um, back to that. Good. But it was a discussion we were having in our little Facebook chat that they underuse people, like Lee Mack in last episode, whereas this episode, I he was almost in every scene. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Is it weird that he just carries this episode? Like, this episode would no. not be anywhere <laughs> near as good happen. if he was not in this episode. Yeah. We knew it was him. It was him and the hats, really. The hats are great in this episode, aren't That's they? Great. Bloody uh, Graham with his, with his adorable... <laughs> Which... God, I love it. Graves is the best. Tarantino. Um, <laughs> is he yeah. cool? Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> that line got a great laugh out of me. When he oh, said Tarantino, God. I'm like, yes! <laughs> See, here's, here's what this episode is. It's just... It's just... It's great. Because what we're doing here, we're, we're just riding on different positives because there's lots of positives, there's lots of negatives. It's nothing special, but it's just it's just a fun little episode. It's just fun. It's just, it's just nice. Um, who's next? Uh, Unless we want to keep talking about Alan. I want to keep talking about Alan, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like uh, I like the location mix of the color grading. Well, the color grading I think really suited the aesthetic they were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't normally notice color grading. To be fair, I'm not really that into that technical mm-hmm. side of film, but I noticed it enough to be like, oh, it, it, it served the purpose well, and I give whoever did that props. I don't actually know who does that. Who does the, the colour grading to the... A colour gradist. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the credits. Colour grading. No lie. <laughs> I mean, there is there is generally a separate person that would be doing that, so I'm sure I, that might not be their title, but yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> is. Yeah. I wouldn't be called colour grader now. It's not going to be disappointed. No. Uh, yeah. Greatest. I'm uh, the greatest color grader around. <laughs> I can make things look dull. Well, look, that's it's not a negative, but on the point of color grading, I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're going with the, the bit of a... And, and admittedly, it does suit the aesthetic, but I was like, this is a bit washed out. A bit, a bit. That's, yeah, that's one of my negatives. Yeah. I like it's the like vibe. Solo. I like the vibe and the mood, but it was just drab. And really, yeah. like, uh, like yeah. <laughs> really just there. So I wasn't really. But I, with it, I agree but with you, Nick. It does. It does suit it, but it is definitely very does. Out. It's just very. It's a shame it's that a bit was... boring on the eyes, I guess. Yeah. Thankfully, only yeah. coming bursts through with a mask. Nobody <laughs> possibly know it's him. <laughs> yeah, that was the greatest thing. <laughs> the most Alan Cunningham <laughs> <laughs> incognito with this very obvious mask. Like, good very job good. there. Good job there, King James. Uh, George, what's your positive? Because you don't think you've actually had one yet. Oh god, okay, yeah, positives, right. Um, okay, my first positive after Alan Cumming is Graham gets a hat, and that's it. <laughs> I've already <laughs> said that! Graham gets Yeah, but it's that's, worth talking about again. That's all I've got! Okay, no, hold on. Come on, I, you I, cannot have only two positives like, this episode. I did like that Yaz always is that always just darts for the, like, is there really development? But I like how she always goes for the people in the scenario, more sexual yeah. threat. And it sort of builds on her compassionate character, even if it doesn't actually develop her. So mm-hmm. while Yaz, not while Yaz, while Ryan Graham and Doctor go to do the witch shit, she's like, hey, I'm going to help Willa, Will, Willa, yeah. Willa out. And I just think that's a nice little, if anything, accidental recurring thing her character does in this mm. Something that I liked. I picked up one on the rewatch. 
So yeah, Yaz was nice. That, that, that's it. You know. She has people skills. <laughs> Yaz yes. has people skills. We add that to the Pe- list. Yes. Very She's not to know bad at Yaz. talking to people, unlike a uh, doctor with her mm-hmm. small talk. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to hear more about her bullying past. That was, that, yeah, that was... That was very was, brief, mm. and that was it. I'm like, what? It was brief. I mean, like, there, was, is some, there should be emotional baggage there. There should have. It was, I mean, I guess it makes sense because she had sort of, I guess, dealt with it. But at the same time, I wanted some more mm. Yaz moment. Matt. Yeah, give me more character with Yaz in this. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I've been I've been wanting more Yaz, so when we finally got some Yaz, I'm like, I want more still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least bring us up to, like, gr- well, Graham's standards of characterization. Because Ryan's mm-hmm. definitely got the most characterization out of all three of them. Even mm-hmm. if Graham is the one that we like more. Yeah. Um, That's because Ryan tells you his backstory. <laughs> You're like, how are you feeling, or it's forced Ryan? Upon My him. dad doesn't like me. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, Ryan, I just wanted to know if you were feeling warm or cold. <laughs> if you needed to adjust the air conditioning. Shit. <laughs> Running away from Stitch. So how did your mum die? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Still can't get her out of place to have bloody interaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that is my one. It was positive, Nick. That's my one and only reference to that episode. Please, in, never in talk never about again. it again. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I mean, I definitely don't remember the name of it. It's called. So it's <laughs> We're just gonna leave it at that then. Yeah. Uh, so, King J- uh, Alan Cumming is the best thing about this episode, but the best scene here we go was probably the the Doctor escaping the dunking courtesy of a wet weekend with Houdini. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like the most doctory moment. Absolutely. It did. In the episode. And I'm like, thank you. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to... I love... I, I, I mean, this isn't my positive, but I love... In, not in that scene, but in the start, when she tries to find a Sonic again, or whatever the paper, like, in her coat, and she's like, oh, oh shit. I was like, yes! I was hoping that'd be, like, a reoccurring gag that she'd like struggle with pockets like you know when she gets out of the water yeah like, the like one the in the first, first episode. episode yeah i was like i wanted when she did that in that episode i was like oh i hope that's your thing i hope you struggle to find stuff in your pockets because she does it so well cause she's quite gangly as well so i was glad to see that back again because that's a great it's a great little beat of, <laughs> of jody comedy although it shouldn't be like seven episodes before we get that back though like well look at this point, I'm fine with seven episodes. Yeah, you, that you, seems you, pretty you, short. You, you, give what, like, you just, you're, you're grateful with what you get, basically. Yeah. And basically, if you watch the episodes you like when you rewatch it, it'll only be like three episodes. Yeah, exactly. Episode, so you're fine. Um, <laughs> it's a very short series, but it's, yeah. it's a very fun one. <laughs> uh, my my next positive, I think I, I quite like, again, it's a friggin' easy resolution, but I, I like the idea of just burning the stuff. With the flames. <laughs> Burn it. I was like, yeah, okay, that's a good ending. <laughs> what a positive, Will. Um, that's not a positive. I, I, I just was like, uh, yeah, no, that's not a positive. That's not a positive. What, what, what I was slightest. about to say was I was just glad for that to be over. So that's probably not a positive. Um, I was glad to see more Ryan and, and Graham interactions. That's yes. Yeah. Just more of that. Because we didn't get much, because they got split up in the last episode. So I'm glad there was a beat between it as well. Similar to having Rosa um, and and is it demons 
having similar story ideas. I think having them together every episode would get draining. So I'm glad there was a breaker, and then there's another episode with them hanging out, trying to trying to understand each other and stuff. And I'm glad it's not as the whole. I'm glad we've moved away from them hating each other. You know what? It'll come back in the finale, though. I guarantee. Oh god! Yeah, because Chibnall will be like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" Chibnall, we've moved on. (laughs) Right? Are you part of this series? Remember the fist bump, guys. Remember the fist bump. God, Chib. But yeah, I like I like their interaction in this, and I like that it shows how they've grown since the first episode. Um, It just makes me so happy to have a a, a grandfather and son, but really, father and son kind of relationship in, in mm-hmm. Doctor Who. It's really nice. Which is what it should have been from the start, but anyway. Yes. Uh, George, what is your next positive? Oh, my. Um, <laughs> you know until you've yes. run out already. I'm telling you now that most of the points I've, I've written down have been quotes from um, Alan Cumming. So... <laughs> well, then go for it. Just, just your why does Why does the lassie speak of commerce? Alphonse <laughs> <as well> as <laughs> That was like a great line. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Alfonso, fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. um, I like that the psychic paper is being referenced again because of how fucking OP it is. Like, they, yep. and I, I laughed every time the title "Witchfinder General" came up. I found it, <laughs> but like in like a positive way. Um, Apple, yeah, Apple Bell being we all know how good that was. Um, yep. If Team Tardis had a dog, they would be they would be Mystery Inc. Like, think about it. Like we've, I, I'm getting yeah, totally. vibes in every episode now. Um, okay, gang, we've got to split up. <laughs> that's all they do. They, they go into because it's fucking yeah. um, four of them. They have to split up. And it's great. Yeah. I'm getting huge human vibes. Graham would be shaggy, right? I feel like maybe. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Like def- there's definitely nowhere else he, he wouldn't be Fred. Right? No, Scooby. <laughs> yeah, <or> Scooby. <laughs> 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 I thought the dog would be Scooby, but okay. yeah. no, because yeah, because Graham, we're, we're, if they're on a high out place, like Graham would just jump into Graham's arms. <laughs> Scoob, hey, Graham. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I want oh. this. To, I want someone to animate this now. <laughs> Me too. This shit up. Um, um, yeah, you missed out on the best line, in my opinion, from um, King James. He was like, "Coming, hit me." He's like, "Paper, how fascinating!" <laughs> 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 it's like, is that the idea of flirting? Because that the start sucked. of Ryan, Ryan and King James relationship. <laughs> His Nubian prince. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I came up like three times. Oh, that really sucked. Yeah. I, I was kind of waiting. I was like, I don't know why, but there was a part of me that wanted him to, like, go with Ryan. It was like, Ryan's actually like, yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, I kind of wanted Ryan to be oblivious to it. Wouldn't it have been great? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't catch on. So then he'd be like, oh, like, 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 sign, like, uh, leading him on without realizing it. The whole Yeah. Thing. And it would have been so funny at the end when he's like, so do you want to come? And he's like, Oh no, I can't. It's like, oh, oh, that didn't. Yeah. I think you yeah. did say that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it, it fitted nicely because in the Kablam, there was a scene where Graham was like, uh, it reminded me of you when you were younger. And when mm. I mean younger, I mean like last month. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I mean, it would have been a nice carryover if he mm. wasn't oblivious to the flirting. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been great. But that would have been continuity between episodes, and that doesn't happen. Hasn't happened, no. no. I don't know why, but I really like the idea of Ryan being oblivious to people flirting. Like, yeah. imagine if, like, Yaz was flirting with Ryan, and he just didn't <laughs> get it. Mm. That would have been... But you see, they're not, because it's not Yaz and Ryan. No, no, no. I mean, in an alternate <laughs> universe, in a, yeah, yeah, right. where they actually the develop the characters properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they actually... Where Yaz had kind of was into Ryan, and would mm. try to give, like, hints that were obvious to the audience, but he just didn't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, I just was down. That would have been interesting. I feel like... Which, obviously, this series is not, but... I feel like that could have been interesting if it was a thing that carried over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We definitely got off topic there. Just a little bit. Um, I had a positive in my mind, but I can't remember it now. You can't remember. It's gone. I like the subverting of expectations with the... You know when the, she was doing that inspiring speech while being held up with the ropes? Mm-hmm. And then King James like, ah, it's uh, burner anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that reminded me of uh, the Doctor Falls. When she's like, when the Doctor's giving that inspiring speech to the two masters, mm. and Missy like felt it, but John seems like, ah, what are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. It reminded me of a better episode, as the series <laughs> usually seems to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all the positives I've got. Shit. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I I quite like the tendrils. The first time you see them and then they're coming out of the ground. I thought Hell that was yeah. quite a creepy yeah, Doctor Who I thing. I get that. It's a nice like, visual. It, it yeah, it, you know, it, it's I mean it's a very similar I visual look to like the bandages floating and shit. But it was just something about it felt uh, pretty practical. Um mm-hmm. which I always I always like I always like a good bit of practical VFX in, in Doctor Who. So I quite enjoyed that. And I like the makeup of all the ladies. I thought that was really cool as well. Like, not inspired in any way. Like, you know, we've definitely seen that in, in plenty of shows, but it looked good, and um, they were a little bit creepy, but uh, they were just old. It was like watching uh, the... What's the one? Amy's Choice. There's just a bunch of old people just limping about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least they had, like, eyes coming out of their mouths. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I get what you mean. Because that looked good. <laughs> Yeah, the the CG of the eye didn't really look great, but they <laughs> only five saw... is the best series. But shut up. <laughs> series five is the best series, in my opinion. It's still better than series four. Only just, only just. It's very close. Yeah. All right. Negatives. Negatives. We're being too nice. Negatives. Um, how many negatives have you guys got? So can uh, I start? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I love my first negative. He's <clears throat> very <clears throat> proud of this one. Creatures of Satan. How is Satan manifesting itself? In league with Satan. Defeat Satan. <laughs> Satan Zachariah. Age of Satan. Satan. That's it. Yeah. I feel like I was noticing a pattern with those sentences, but I'm not quite sure what the pattern was. There were more, but I, I got tired of writing them all down, so I yeah, like, gave up. Why? We get it, but it was just so annoying. And it was it's petty, I know. It's not like a narrative thing. It just drove me fucking nuts. Mm. The only person that should have said Satan more than once is Alan. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he, didn't say, he didn't say Satan. He said Satan. He said Satan. And Lucifer at one point. I think that was. And funny. Lucifer, that was very good. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, he made like absolutely. a necromancer joke or reference or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But not Satan. So yeah. Not that Satan. pissed me off. 
Well, the woman in her like flashback story said it three times. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What? Hang on. <laughs> gotta gotta ease up there, lady. Jesus, play the pronoun game after you say it once. <laughs> Even the doctor got got in on, on it when she's like not a big believer in Satan. Mm. You know, oh, except for that one time where like she smashed two vases <laughs> while on an impossible planet. Yeah, she kind of forgot that that one time, but apart from yeah, that, she's not a big believer in Satan. Satan. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I'm like, I'm surprised that wasn't mentioned considering the amount of times Satan was brought up, <laughs> and like the Apostle Planet was literally about Satan. It was Satan. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. Like that could have been like an effortless continuity thing they could have put in there, but I guess not. <laughs> Not this series, mate. Not this series, mate. Uh, I'm going to go with the quote too, but it's totally different to the Satan one. Do not interfere with the fundamental fabric of history. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, interesting there. Except when she officiated Yaz's grandma's wedding (laughs) and did all that interfering to ensure Rosa Parks got on that bus. But apart from that, do not interfere with the fundamental fabric of history. And the the companions always call her out on it as well. They're always like, should you be doing this? And she's like, ah, no, (laughs) idiot. That that laugh was horrific. Holy shit. (laughs) I I, I mean, it's not really positive or negative. I love Jodie's laugh because her whole body just falls backwards. It does. It's it's so strange. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, it's so weird. Stop even, don't even bother bringing up paradoxes or anything in this series, because it just feels so stupid, because she just does it anyway. Like, she interferes constantly, but also always prefaces it with, don't you do it. It's like, don't try this at home, kids. It's like, what? Don't try that. Except that she's a fictional character with two hearts. Mm-hmm. That's why she gets away with it. It was just, it was just a weird line considering like we've had two historicals and she's benching it again for a third time, yep. not to mess with history. Like she learns nothing. Actually, I've got a question. Why why doesn't the Doctor have range in this series? Like, I know it's the writing, but why is there such a lack of range? Like I want to see like the doctor angry. I want to see her sad. I want to. I want to feel something that's not hyperactive child. We get some of those moments, but they don't like linger on. They're just we sort of kind of, but not. It's not as strong as say other. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. <clears throat> Definitely. Like I want to see. It is the writing. It's a hundred percent the writing. Yeah. Like I want to see like the uh, an Eccleston Dalek interaction mm-hmm. or like. The, the tenant when he's like yelling off the um the that that racist guy from that episode that I don't like mm-hmm. the coronation one. Yeah, eating its lantern. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to bring up the name because it's terrible. Um, but yeah, like he still was very aggressive here. He like mm. even Matt Smith in Victory of the Daleks mm. he had that rage below as well. They're, they're, those were all first seasons for each of the Doctors. Mm. I mean, Capaldi, pretty obviously Capaldi. That was <laughs> the entire season, season of that. <laughs> but, but, like, I just want range from, from Jodie's Doctor, and I'm not getting it. Mm. And we are 
two episodes away from the end of the and series. And all the trailers, for some reason, need to make that obvious. It's like, two episodes left. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me angry because there should have been more complaints. God. Yeah, there should have been more complaints. Kablam. Kablam. Uh, yeah. I just, I just want something memorable to come, like, in terms of acting. Like, she's a good mm-hmm. actor. Actually make her act. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> I got off topic for a third time. <laughs> um, yeah. Who is next to talk about negatives? Me? I think it would be you, yeah. Yeah. I just, this episode, and I mean, it's the most, like, uh, uh, ironically, average nitpick or, or negative to say, but the episode is just incredibly average. The pacing isn't necessarily bad, but it's 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 not good. Like, there's a lot of moments that I'm, they're just walking through a forest, not particularly doing anything, um... And and I just I just felt ang- it's it's another thing it's what you guys have said every time we get a really mm-hmm. good one and then an average one or it's a, a terrible one it's a curse it's and just... I hope that curse does not happen next episode because fuck yeah <laughs> last episode <laughs> great but I I just it just my negative is that this whole like I can't be specific because this whole thing just felt so yeah. average no I and agree it was just it was just another one that I was so close to turning off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like that. And, and and it is Alan that just bridges it, as we've been yeah. saying. Without him, I would, just, I would have turned it off. It would have been, if there was a TARDIS reveal at the end of this, I would have skipped to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate that the one consistent thing about this series is how inconsistent the episodes are. <laughs> yeah. Like, in every episode we've recorded, it's always been one, it's just one great one, mm. or one really good one, and one mediocre to bad every Mm -hmm. time (laughs) and i'm concerned for the finale because Mm -hmm. i get the feeling i know which one's gonna be the bad one (laughs) (laughs) we follow the pattern yeah um yeah uh george what's your next negative me 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 unlike kablam the villain motivations and reasoning felt so contrived and left field it just we had so much about like, the tree was mentioned, like, twice, I think. I don't even remember. But we had so much about the witch trials and the sexism and all that stuff. And then just all of a sudden... Oh, by the way, the villains, right? You remember those... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah they actually are. here because of, yeah, because of the tree prison. Like, it just felt like... Obviously, this is a greater negative of it being many different stories trying to cram itself. But I felt it really hard on the villains because I didn't give a shit about them at all. So, yeah, I just feel like... Once she mentioned the fucking... They cut. I cut down their ferret tree from there. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't. Yeah, but it was just so stupid. And yeah, Fuck, I think it just came a bit too late for it to it all. Felt like a bit. Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the giving tree. <laughs> the villains were my next negative, I guess. Mm. Oh, I'm there. gonna. I'm gonna piggyback off that. I oh yeah, think that They are the most. I think they are the worst villains of this series because they do nothing. In this, basically, they are they do yeah they do nothing. They, <laughs> that's true. They stood around for most of the app. They possessed the lady. They knocked everyone out. They kidnapped the king, and then they either got sucked back into the tree or burnt to death. Yeah, that was what they did. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're making the bandages look good by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the big problem is that this sh- again. Ugh. 
This should have been a two-parter, in my opinion. Whoa. No, no, no. Shrink the, the first... I was like, make it up until the reveal of the Morax. Cut that into half an hour. And then make the actually other half, make it make them actually threatening. Maybe... Just like they were like, there were three episodes, three stories happening, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I just, I think they needed more uh, time to be deemed a threat. Yeah. Well, they just needed to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Again, so so many villains this season, and if this is good with the arc, I'm going to beat him. But so many villains are just like watching or loom mm. or... And I guess that's cool in retrospect, but if the episodes were bad... If, if these episodes aren't good, then I don't really care about that being an arc. Like, mm. yeah. But like, I feel like we have so many villains that are just sort of there. Watching, yeah. yeah, doing nothing, and it just gets boring after what four or five, <laughs> four or five of them. So, mm. God, I want like aliens again doing shit. <laughs> I want like a like, you're asking I, I don't for care too much. Like, the end of the world threat, like it, you're asking for too much. It's that's so true. We haven't had that. We haven't had the silly over the top, the world's ending Doctor Who yes. thing this whole season. <laughs> and like, I know it's usually reserved for for the finale, but there's usually something. There's usually something that it's like, if we don't do this, the world's going to end. Whereas this series, it's just like, well, I guess that person might die. <laughs> that, might, that might be bad. Oh, no. uh, That's so uh, true. So my actual negative. Mm-hmm. Does it, okay, so does it bug anyone else that the companions wear modern day clothing in all three of the historical episodes <laughs> and no one calls them out on it? There's always been a thing about it to like get changed and it just isn't a thing and I hate that. Yeah. Like Tooth and Claw made the whole thing about Queen Victoria calling her a wee naked lass because mm-hmm. she wasn't like well properly clothed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here it's like nothing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like even Thin Ice from last season made sure that yeah. Bill dressed up properly when she was going to the eighteen hundreds. And this is supposed to be seventeenth century. It probably would have been more strict on clothing. I don't know. But you, you know why? Because they didn't even walk out of the TARDIS, so there's no point where they could have put on the costume. <laughs> they just, they just come out of the Kablam's thing. It just... was literally they got, they just pulled up on set in their clothes, and they're like, "Well, I guess that's it." Really, mm. <laughs> that's fine. God, I hate that opening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you more passionate towards an opening ever. It just made me so angry. <laughs> Because and you know why? You know why? Because all we've talked about this season is oh, it really feels like there should be a pre-credit. Like this is this is the pre-credit. Whereas this episode doesn't it felt have like one. There, yeah, it felt like there had been one, and then this was the bit that came after the credits. Yeah. But there was nothing to begin the episode with. It was just the title sequence and then them walking. There was no introduction to a threat. There was nothing. There's so mm-hmm. th- there was there was no pre-titley thing. There was no was setup. Just, basically. Here we are. It's like, oh, okay, fuck, that's boring. <laughs> it would be like Kablam, but without all the TARDIS interactions. Yeah, like they didn't get the fares, they didn't get anything. They just walked into the building. And we're like, <laughs> oh, how hello. We, how did we get here? Oh, we had this thing from this package, which with the sign that said "Help me," you know, like, mm. yeah, execution. And and the the setup was Doc. This isn't where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, oh God, really? We're, we're doing that still? This is real. You still can't control it. Yeah. What the fuck? Fucking hell, <laughs> Doc, Doc. This isn't. This isn't where you said we'd be. Oh, fuck off. 
That was a decent. That's a decent um, great impression there. Thank you. Uh, oh, it just makes me sorry. That opening. <laughs> sorry, good. continue with your negative. No, that was. No, my 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 negative is clothes. So oh, it's clothes. Clothes. So, oh, will what is your next negative if you have any left? <laughs> well, it was definitely that, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> besides the opening, get over. Besides the opening, I, again, I don't have anything specific, but a positive I forgot to mention. The positives was uh, the end. We finally got that like historical figure sees the TARDIS leave and has a response. That, yes, like, was like in in Unquiet Dead and stuff like like that is. And, well, not just that, but the fact we see the TARDIS leave. I feel like we don't get that at all this season. (laughs) Like, that was the first time that you... We see it appear in Rosa, the best uh, appearance of a TARDIS in a long time. It was very Mm -hmm. cool. Um, But, yeah, I really freaking loved seeing a a, a historical figure react to the TARDIS for the first time. Where did they go? That was his line. (laughs) Where (laughs) did they go? (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. Ugh. So, oh. yeah, a positive I forgot to add in there was that. But, um, yeah, Must negative... Must be Satan. Of course it's Satan. There's one more Satan. What was that? That was... George just... Ignore that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't think of any specific negatives. The whole episode's just so average. See? It's just the most... Just, oh. See, there's, there's episodes that are, like, so bad that you can, like, pick it apart for days, like the episode of yep. the name. But if it's average, you're just, like sort of, like, left wonder, like, it's, like... Yeah. At least the bad episodes are, like, stuff to pick fun at, but with this one, just sort of... You have nothing to say, so it's, like, no. yeah, it was just... It's the it's yeah. the Ant-Man and the Wasp of the Doctor Who universe. You're like, well, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw it recently. I thought it was fun, but this actually, like... Yeah. I would watch oh, him... I, I, I shouldn't have put it to this episode, because it is fun, but... I, you know, no, I could have watched him in his house for, like, two hours. Oh, God, yeah. Without the actual story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, no. God. Definitely yeah. very average, which is a shame. Yeah. Nick, do you have any, any more eggs? Yeah, I've got two. <laughs> I can't <laughs> Let me just unfurl. <laughs> uh, so, I think my biggest negative, and this is my biggest negative, so it's the tonal shift between the campiness of King James I and the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I was trying to think about how it could work. I think uh, it would have been nice if we saw this, like, campy behaviour be a facade for, like, his genuine paranoia and grief. You know those people that, like, use comedy as a way to uh-huh. detract mm-hmm. from their, like, con- depression, in a way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it'd be, like, if you're going to go serious like the Witchfinders did, at least have the campiness make sense in a way mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than be the charring mess that this that it is i reckon it would have worked with the zombie villains but not with the seriousness of the witch trials mm. yeah see him be being campy with the with the villains but once you have the whole you know sex- people legitimately dying <laughs> yeah people like the freaking grandma going like the whole that was so sad like jesus like yeah. him there, it wouldn't have obviously wasn't that bit, but like his his ham his hamming hammy performance didn't really fit with the. But yeah, I agree, but I feel like maybe keeping that that sort of comedic vibe and maybe changing the other aspect would have also worked, but we'll never know because this is what we got. See, or make it full camp, like 
Don't, yeah. don't half and half. Either go all one way or go all the other. Yeah, yeah. I because hate when episodes... Sort of yeah, I hate when episodes are, what you are totally mm-hmm. inconsistent. It yeah. annoys me because I don't know how to feel. Like mm-hmm. They have like a serious moment and then a funny moment and then a serious moment and then a funny moment. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. I watched it three times and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of the grandma, she was underwater for 17 seconds and no yeah. one thought to revive her <laughs> with CPR. CPR Again. is a thing that exists, but like, the Susan Dragon Water is like, yep, she's dead. I'm like, what the hell? I'm just, uh, that, that, if you're talking about things that annoyed me, that annoyed me. <laughs> it just did nothing. Um, uh, yeah. So, George, what is your next negative if you have any? I think that's it for yeah. me. Um, yeah. The villains are just zombies. Come on, was 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 the point I had? Uh, that's it, I think. Um, <laughs> the villains are zombies. <laughs> that yeah, would be much more interesting if they were actual zombies, though. Picture like Alan Cumming wrecking the zombies. Like that would have been so fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds better than what we got. <laughs> just um, obviously zombies are, are overdone, but like King James and the zombies. Like think of that. That'd be so fun. Oh. Well. I was hoping he'd pull out a freaking sword and just like. <laughs> like even campily like 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 robin hood men in tights just like from a distance just stab stuff mm-hmm. i was waiting for that but you know. yeah that's it for me yeah. just a bit average i just i just remembered so the woman's name was becca savage that's it <laughs> <laughs> her surname is savage like what <laughs> anyway it must be called victor von doom yeah but at least that's intentionally on the nose because this is a superior yeah. comic. <laughs> Again, um, it works really well if the episode wasn't really serious. Like, yeah. As I said, go full camp or not at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But the thing with, the thing with Miss Savage, the, what I thought was, they were trying to make her feel sympathetic, like, make her, like, make us feel sympathetic towards her. But she killed 36 people mm. in <laughs> order to keep the secret. <laughs> yeah. Like you kind of lose all sympathy when you're when you're basically a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was waiting for her to be part of like a hive mind or something, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's not her fault." But no, she's just, she's just bad. And the, the, the doctor's like gets all full shitty towards King James because he burns burns her instead of letting her go into the thing. And I'm like, mm. "You kind of got your priorities mixed up there, lady." Mm. Well, it's it's and also, what's the difference, really? Like she's trapped in there, and it's, it's just that thing where in the first episode where she's like, "You had no right." It's like, "What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Doctor? <laughs> You've done way worse shit." Yeah. <laughs> Pot calling kettle black there. Actually, uh, I thought dialogue. you. I thought you were actually going to compare it to uh, Arachnids in the UK, where they let all the spiders episode. into the bloody panic room, and they think oh, that's yeah. the humane <laughs> way. <laughs> so dumb. I forgot that episode exists. I'm sorry, and not sorry, because I had to sit through it too. Actually, I subjected my best friend to watching that episode. Why? Uh, I don't know. I felt very masochistic. Like, earlier that day, <laughs> I bought in the the Insane Trilogy, Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. and apparently I didn't think that was torturous enough, so I made him watch Arachnids in the UK. You're a bad man. <laughs> I, was, I do fear I could have made him watch, watch the Serenity Conundrum, but... 
had I wasn't like I didn't hate him that much to subject him to your last name wasn't savage yeah I <laughs> I do I'm not that bad to the point that I would ruin our friendship over it <laughs> um <laughs> He had, he got a kick out of the bloody Donald Trump quote though the one about good. what why don't they just use guns like everyone else he got a good laugh out of that and the uh, the bloody music he got a laugh out of that too oh, God <laughs> uh, anyway <laughs> getting off topic for the fourth time mm-hmm. <laughs> running is out I feel yeah anyway that was my last negative um any final thoughts about the witch finders. Don't do that again. Don't do don't what do again? That. Don't, don't, don't be average again. Oh, for okay. The rest of the series. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't do what again? You have yeah. two episodes in a special to not be boring. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> you guys are expecting too much. But next yes. episode... Looks next episode, good. I've heard good things about... And that it trailer. looks good as well. I mean, from the yeah. point that we got. This is exciting. Like, this is kablam exciting for me. Like Again, in a different way, yeah. It isn't, yeah, it yeah. isn't chibi, so the excitement seems somewhat yeah. warranted at this point. But, uh, it just... It, something about the setting, something about the lighting, something about the cinematography, oh. it just feels like what I imagined this series was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, unique storytelling, like, very interesting visuals, cinematic. So I'm very excited. Admittedly, the bit where she seems to be in a furnace looks terrible, but, you know... <laughs> There's always got to be that corny little bit of Doctor Who in there somewhere. Did anyone else get an Eaters of Light kind of vibe out of that? Yeah. 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 I mean, with the Let's portal, not, not with not, anything though. else, just the portal bit. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is by um, Jamie Charles, who's done three other episodes. No, two other episodes. Wait. Yeah, he's directing the next two episodes, so mm. hopefully we get good, good. shit. Because yep. he did Punjab and the first episode. And two writers good on this man. one. So mm. hopefully we get not boring. <laughs> I'm really, it's a good episode because then when that's our standard, not boring. <laughs> a good episode. <laughs> what does this world come to? Um, yeah, and yeah. then of course we have the Battle of Ransko Avkolos. I don't know why I remember that name. By Chibi Chibnall. By Chibi ah! Chib Chib Chib. Where do you think we'll, we'll find out the episode title for the new Day special? I don't care. <laughs> Will's done. Will is done. And I don't blame him. Yeah. It, 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 as I was saying to, to George, it, it feels taxing to, 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 to watch this series. I've never, mm-hmm. felt, I've never felt more out of obligation to watch a series than I have for this mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. maybe it's at the end. I'm sure it'll be like the Doctor Yaz and Ryan and Graham will be will return in this thing. Like, yeah, that'll yeah. Probably at the probably end. Yeah. If the, if if all is pretty happy at the end, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll just be something simple like that. Is it bad? I kind of want like a um, the a Nick Frost Santa Claus thing. I kind of want. That. I just want her to say what. <laughs> what? I that, like, I, sure, it's a David Tennant thing, but I'm like, I kind of want that just to be a Doctor Who thing. It's just so fun. Yeah. See the Doctor Watch I watched Voyage, Voyage of the Dam again. I only watched it, well, I watched it part of my rewatch. And, oh, just, oh, it's just so charming. He's just so charming. I forgot. I'm sorry, George. I forgot. 
Huh? I forgot about David Tennant. You forgot yeah, about thank David you. Was. Thank you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one point in the group chat where, where Will's like, why is Tennant people's favourite again? And I'm like, you did not just say that. <laughs> because of no, it's because of the middle of the second half of series three to series four. Mm. That's why. Absolutely, he changes so Mwah. much. I forgot how much Mwah. he changed. T Davies on a flipping just mm. not holding back, and then yeah. obviously Donna, who is a precious, uh, precious specimen. I one of my friends. I mean, this is off topic, but it is the end. Um, <laughs> my friend has been rewatching all of Doctor Who, and she sent me a message. Uh, I think midway through series three, and she was like, "I thought I liked Martha, and now I'm not too sure because she's doing the whole lovey-dovey thing." Oh, and, oh, yeah. Wow. And I'm like, "Damn it, like Martha, please." But um, yeah, but that, she also that, yeah. that means she's gonna love Donna, right? Because well, here's, here it is. She went, but I'm glad he didn't stick with Donna, and uh, I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, mm, uh, to be fair, oh she is much more unbearable in that episode. Yes, because to... then then a day later, because somehow she's fucking watching more episodes than I've ever watched in the day. She <laughs> was like half, she was watching the Sontaramon and I was like, wait, do you like Donna? And she's like, yeah, she's a different character. I'm like, oh, thank God. I was so worried. <laughs> Cause you're because you're like, oh, I'm so glad it's not his companion. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so. Martha was, yeah. yeah, I like her, but my God, she just. We get it. Tam- Anytime she's just, not talking about come love, on. it's fine. Yeah, no, sh- dude. Mm. The one of my favorite episodes in the show is the um, Human Nature Family Blood Double, and Martha mm. is it in that episode. And yeah. but just when she's on about him, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. we already had a rose. Just give us a mate, as Don yeah. says. I mate. just want a mate. You, you just, just want, want a mate. A mate. <laughs> <laughs> a mate. I want a mate. <laughs> Oh my god, that was a really good question. Why did you do it to sound like Bradley Walsh? <laughs> no, that was really good. That's pretty bad. You haven't watched Doctor Who series for, for in a long time. Yeah, probably. That's probably oh. why. <laughs> <laughs> Tennant was my go-to in high school. Hell yeah. Like, that used to be how I used to talk to people. Because I was fucking weird in high school. Well, who, I mean, who wasn't? Uh, <laughs> I spent a week talking like in a, in a Scottish Craig Ferguson accent. And no okay. one stopped me. <laughs> no one dared stop me. No. Well, I don't know what Will's got a problem. <laughs> he just keeps making accents. Yeah, I'm just making noises. Is it bad I wanted Mr. Copper to be a bloody companion? Not at all. I thought he would be so funny great. where he got everything wrong. That would be great. Yeah, what a great what a great idea for a companion. Man, we could do a whole cold, uh, cast. Yeah, sure. A whole <laughs> podcast on, uh, on companions that should have been. Because almost any guest star should be a companion. <laughs> right? The potential of companions, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Frank Skinner. The fact he said no, that pissed me off. Oh, Bloody Perkins. We should make a podcast <laughs> and just talk about fish for the entire time. I think so. <laughs> I feel that's a no-brainer there. Uh, all right, sure. so... Uh, there's no way that doesn't exist. Be- <laughs> before we wrap up this episode, we've got to briefly talk about... You love your stats. Um, so I've sent this to the Discord chat literally right now, so you can read along with me. Uh, so we finally got the time shifted, uh, rating for Demons of the Punjab, which was less, less than 387,000, which is not even an accurate thing because I don't know what it actually got. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and the overnight flicker blame. Well, I was so disappointed when oh. I found out how many people watched or didn't watch Kablam. 209,000 people watched Kablam. And that makes me so sad. Because so it is the best episode of the series to date, mm. and no one watched it. Yeah. God help us. Um, uh... On the positive, uh, the Witchfinders did gain some um, some uh, rate of more viewers as a result of Kablam. Mm-hmm. They got 243,000, which mm. is still not great. <laughs> but at least we've avoided going into the 100,000 territory. Mm. At least for one more week. I don't know what it takes you away will be like, but at least it doesn't suck in terms of ratings as Kablam did. God, I hate saying that Kablam sucked at something. <laughs> if um, you guys are talking, yeah. I can't hear you. Oh, there you are. Okay, main snap was <laughs> dead. There you go. Did you guys hear any of the last bit was it? Yep. No. Okay. I didn't, but but that's fine. Basically, <laughs> Witchfinders was redeemed because of Kablam's success, basically. Good, good, good. But it didn't help Kablam okay. at all in the slightest. Oh, that's why. Hang on. I just got a phone call. Sorry. Roland! <laughs> Hello? Funny, Will. Is, is Will gone? Nah. Yeah? Uh, no? Like yeah. 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock? I don't know. Um, so... Yeah, really? that wraps up. That wraps up a very weird. Yep. This is like the we- one of the weirder right, love ya. See ya. episodes I think we've recorded to date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you got any final thoughts about series eleven as a whole? What would you like to see for series twelve? Better writing. Hmm. <laughs> really, what's just... It's just. Just sliding it's into the com- the conversation like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's just better, right? It's literally the only... Oh, there goes my internet again. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up for a little bit more, Will. Just keep holding on. Uh, it's fucking we'll, Lion King. We'll keep you on life support. Literally the only thing holding back this whole season is, is writing. <laughs> is nothing. I hear nothing after you say Oh, really? Is. Yeah, That's, so That's, That's so funny. It's like it's, it's like it's the on, perfect climax. <laughs> like, oh, the only, there you go. I'm going to try it. Hopefully, we get all the way through the sentence. The only thing holding back this series is the writing. There we go. Got it all. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, and it's a real shame too because, as I said, the the visuals are probably the best they've been. But you have to deal with this shit writing to go with it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, visuals mean nothing if your writing's terrible. God help us. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very concerned for the next episode. Like not because of it takes you away, but because of the Battle of Ranscore of Coloss. Mm-hmm. Like I am not expecting good things out of this finale. No. I want. I'm hopeful that I'm wrong, but there's yeah, same. But I'm... I've got this deep sinking feeling that I'm not wrong in this. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're all still holding out that it's just somehow going to be all tied together, right? Character-wise, there's no other way. I don't. Yeah. Easily believe it. It's the chips in the neck. No. <laughs> Actually, is there a time that kind of wants the chip to come back somehow? No. 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 <laughs> no. None of you wants that. Piss off. No, this is like my, 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 like, uh, is the way, like, Graham dies. He, like, has to take the chip 
and injected into his skin. I don't know. What? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is what this series has done Two things to me. I don't like. The chips and Graham dying, so don't. <laughs> I've already accepted his fate. Like, I, I don't know you nah. guys. I've already accepted his fate. It's not happening. You just wish it ain't happening. No, I just... I, I, it's not going to happen. Is it because you don't want it to happen? Or? No, because then Ryan's alone in the universe, and that's a pretty fucking dark message. I know. Jeez. I think that's kind of a... Well, then he has no reason to be on Earth anymore, and they can do more. No. They're not deep like that. <laughs> they're just going to go home at the end of this fucking thing. <laughs> the whole hands. Yeah. They'd be like, see? And it's like, you can finally call me Grandad. Oh, God. That'll be the end of the finale. Chibnall will be like, look what I did. Put this episode on the fridge, Mum. <laughs> I did oh a God. good job. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, there's like... a, the, one, <laughs> the one Will Zinger of the episode. <laughs> and it was right at the end. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> very fitting. <laughs> Is Shimon's mom like a really great writer? Because that would be the ice on the cake. <laughs> like, oh yeah, good, good job, son. Like, oh, Shimon's mom wrote Broadchurch, and he just took all the credit for it. <laughs> what a twist! That makes so much sense. Wait, what a twist! Uh, <laughs> all right. Jesus I Christ! It feels like it's a tornado. I think we're my house. We're so out. I feel like we, I feel like this episode's done. We are so done. If we, we're if, so if, done, done. if we were done before, we were done now. We are completely <laughs> done now. If we weren't done before, we are absolutely done now. Uh, all right. Will, where can people find you? You can find me on the internet if you just search the Doctor of Who on anything, or you can go over to YouTube and search each to their own. It's very difficult to find, so have <laughs> good luck. Wow, you sound like my YouTube channel all of a sudden. <laughs> George, how about you? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jcapflow2. And since Will plugged Letterboxd, I recently hit 800 followers somehow. So nice! Yeah, I don't know why people follow me, but Gcap on there, if you want to check out some hastily written reviews, go do that. <laughs> Thank you. What, what would your team be? What would, like, what would your fan base be called? Fans, oh, of, no. fans no. of George on Letterboxd. Caps, caps locks. Yeah, definitely that. Uh huh. <laughs> Nicholas, Nicholas, where can I find you? What <laughs> okay. a clue, Nicholas. So now on, just, just, just I hate you, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting it out now, bitch. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Inquest sixty three. You can find me on YouTube nickname. You can find bigger on the inside on Facebook at bigger on the inside AU. On Twitter, B O T I A U. Hell yeah. And, yeah. And we are on most podcasts, if not all podcast platforms. So you can listen to all of our ramblings to your heart's content. Isn't that mm-hmm. great, guys? You get to listen so to good. more of that us. That is so great. Yeah. So great. If your life was all, if your life wasn't all, already messy, listen to us try and do an episode. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's not if your life's like really short, don't listen to it because you don't do other things. We ramble, guys. It's what we do. Yeah. Will is our advocator for this podcast. The better writing the show has, the more succinct we'll be. So there's your Yeah, topic. exactly. <laughs> the, episodes, <laughs> the episodes reflect the quality of these episodes. So mm. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Alright. 
Thank you all so much for listening. And until the next episode, nickname out. Ringo out. Dr. Who out.